Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance of CBS Sports, and you're listening to a golf show that I think is unlike any other. A view from the rough with my friend Kevin Allen. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the premiere of Views from the Rough on ESPN 1300 in Baltimore. Hi, this is Kevin Allen. This is a dream come true for me that just happened to start by accident. And uh, I give you a little background. My trade is a sports photographer coming through since high school. I always had a camera in my hand, and I've been able to take that to another level. Uh, lucky enough to be associated with uh, the Baltimore Orioles, the Baltimore Colts. Maryland football and basketball, and my love, wrestling. I've been able to cover 23 NCAA championships and uh, eight Olympics. Lucky enough to win a couple national awards. So uh, photography has been the love. And a few years back when baseball went on strike and I was with the Orioles, I happened to uh, be able to get a credential to the President's Cup and met a guy named Fred Couples. And Fred Couples embraced me, and I've never looked back and uh Golf has become 100% of my life, and it's changed my life as a person and made me a better person, and this is now a chance for me to get on the air, spread the gospel of golf, and really what golf is all about. You're going to hear several things from several angles, uh, uh, and they all lead to golf and how you evaluate, maybe not so much being a better player. We're going to try to make you a better player. We don't know if you've got the ability to be a better player, but the one thing we can do on this show is make you have and let you have more fun when you're playing golf and let you maybe look at golf from a different angle so that you can take it into life. Maybe if your fellow golfer hits a bad shot, how you learn to comfort him and it makes you a better person in turn. That's what this show is all about. And I'm glad you're all here with me and that you'll be here with me every week, I hope. And we give you enough variety in this show to bring you back every week. Uh, we're going to have headliners every week. These are people that I've met through the years and become friends with and know something about them personally. We're not going to talk about Tiger's game or Phil Mickelson's short game. We want to know what's inside his heart and what's inside his mind. Something that you can take from it to make your game a little bit better. When Views from the Rough continues, I'll be joined by PGA Player of the Year Rick Schuler, then the star of Man Cave, Super Bowl champion, and former Baltimore Raven Tony Saragusa checks in. Next, I'll get a visit from Hall of Famer and Triple Crown winner Frank Robinson. He'll share how he did it his way and how he always has, and it led to Baltimore Orioles' first World Series victory in 1966. Then, University of Maryland's own and fan favorite Fred Funk will tell us about his upcoming juggling act. Then, one of this world's special ladies, Hall of Famer Nancy Lopez, takes time out during the PGA show and will share some laughs as well as some tears. Then I'll wrap the show up with my guy, five-time sportscaster of the year and the voice of CBS Sports, my dear friend and mentor, Jim Nance. But first, I'll be joined by L.A. Cool, Mr. Smooth, Freddie Boom Boom Couples. He joins me and all of this when Views from the Rough, Golf Talk and More continues. Hello everyone. 
everyone. Welcome to my very first show with my very first guest. Welcome to Views from the Rough. And I have someone affectionately known as Boom Boom, Freddie Boom Boom Couples. Welcome to the show, Fred. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Great to be on. Well, I'm just happy to have you on. Uh, for me, uh, you were the inspiration of me getting into golf uh, from that first President's Cup. We were able to... Uh, come out there I was able to get a credential and uh, you took some time to talk to me uh, because I love clothes and I love Ashworth and we started talking and, and you found out we had some mutual friends and and I turned around and never looked back uh, golf has been a major part of my life and it's changed my life for me as a person and I've want to tell you thank you for that first of all um, I, are you i thought all these years i thought you snuck in with that fake media credential of that president's cup but you were you were the real deal well joey well, and i joey and i thought you snuck in kevin well, all these years pro, pro, <laughs> well probably back in 1994 i did <laughs> Sorry, we won't we won't tell anyone but uh, uh oh, you're doing great and this is great to be on your first show and well it's a great Great song to lead in there, a little smooth operator. I love that. Uh, that that was my personal pick, and, and that makes me feel good because we didn't have any discussion about this. This was a song that I picked that was my perception of you, that, that smooth, graceful right. swing that all of us amateur golfers love to have. And, and then just now that I've gotten to know you a little bit, you're just, you're just smooth, man. You're just easy going. You're, you're calm. And, and I, what a more fitting song than Sade's Smooth Operator, and I'm glad you liked it. No, good call. Good call. Well, great. Hey, I want to fill some people in who, who don't know who Fred Couples is. Uh, he was the 1992 Masters champion. He's a two-time Players' Champion, Players' Championship uh, uh, champion. Uh, he's won 14 tour victories, and he's had 31 other victories uh, around the world. And uh, for most of us who follow what we call the silly season, he is Mr. Skins. He's won. F <laughs> he, you've won four million dollars. And last week it aired uh, here, and they had this trivia question: Who was the who's won the most uh, uh, money? And they said you. And you said, "Yeah, four million dollars." And I've spent it all. <laughs> it's all gone, Kevin. That's right. But you know, it, it should be all gone. That's that's been a lot of fun for me to play with guys like Nicholas and Trevino and Watson and Azinger and the rest of the boys, Palmer. It's been, it's been a trip to play in those, but as you know, I just turned 50 and now I'm on the champions tour and now I am uh, a rookie again. Well, uh, I think a lot of people, uh, are glad that you are a rookie uh, and a round belly, but you're not a round belly. You're 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 in real good shape compared to some of the other guys. So you <laughs> you, you. <laughs> you you can needle them uh, for a bit now. But let's talk about this. You open up with the, with the Wendy's uh, uh, skins game. Uh, you did real well there. You got some skins. Then you came down to the Mitsubishi, uh, st uh, and and you were runner up. And uh, what was that like being so close? I think if I remember, you were twenty under or 21 under and you were runner up. Yeah, I uh you know, I went out and played won't go over every hole. We don't need a golf cart, but played well the first day and the second day and on Sunday got paired with Tom Watson and I was cruising along and uh had a really good front nine and I actually took the lead from Tom and uh, the back nine he shot 6 under 30, birding 17 and 18 to beat me by a stroke. So it was a very competitive, and it was really good golf and quality golf, and I shot 21 under and lost. And then the next tournament I played in was uh, in Naples, and uh, 
at that one time, I started out on Sunday with a lead of three or four strokes, and I was five under par the front nine, and I honestly thought I had a five or six shot lead, and we got around to the 15th hole. I looked on the leaderboard, and I was tied with Tommy Armour, who was 11 under for the round, and I told Joey, my caddy, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to win one of these things unless I close this deal, and I ended up burning the uh, 17th hole to beat Tommy by a stroke, but um, you know, it's been a lot of fun, very competitive on the Champions Tour, and I feel like uh, it's a great spot for me to be playing. The, the Junior Tour, I played in L.A. and Phoenix and and not only made the cuts but finished pretty strong in those. But, you know, my time's come where I, I need to start going out playing with the guys I, I should be playing with. Well, the good thing is that to lose to Tom Watson is not a disgrace. But and but to to maybe have lost to TA three and we all know how he is off the court. Uh, you know you could have caught some ribbon for that. Uh, but but yeah, it's a good thing. But I guess probably the blessing in for the senior tour, the champions tour, as it's called now, is that there's three rounds and there's no cut. Right. Is that good for you in the in the spite of what we all know your medical history, your back. You know, it, it, I think it's good for everybody. You know, a lot of people, I mean, should there be a cut? Should there not be a cut? Should there be a few more players? But I, I've played in two now, and right now I'm in Newport Beach, California, getting ready to play my third one starting tomorrow. And, you know, I'm on the tee this morning, and Lee Trevino's out there uh, at 6.30 hitting balls, getting ready for our 7 o'clock pro-am time. And, you know, it's it's just too hard for those guys to be out here worrying about making a cut. And the good players, you know, it, it makes them feel a little at ease. But, I mean, I've never really worried about making the cut. I've had to worry on Friday afternoons, but never going to a PGA tournament and saying, geez, I'm worried about making the cut. And now on the Champions Tour, I don't think there are any except for the for the majors where there are four rounds. But I think it's a good thing. The, the people that want to come see, uh, you know, when it used to be Arnold Palmer – Nicholas, when they play, there shouldn't be a cut, but it is easier in my body. I, I still am out here. I play a couple pro ams to get ready for the tournaments in three rounds. It's you know, it, I, I say it's it's our job. It's work. It's a lot of work, but when my body feels good, you know, it, it, none of that's a problem. I, I've had a good run this year. Uh, I don't feel quite as good as I did a week ago, but I think I think I'll be better after this week. I'm going to go see a doc and, and get back right on track. So. Hopefully I'll get through this week with, without any hiccups and then be ready to go really leading up to Augusta. Well, I know that for me as a fan, and I hope you're always healthy and other people who've watched you through the years uh, feel the same way. One of the nuances of the Champions Tour that most people don't know is that you have the option to ride a cart or to walk. Uh, you are walking now. What What is going to be your guideline that uh, maybe would lean you to, to – to ride a cart or will you just be one of those guys that says I'm old school I'm gonna walk and when I can't walk anymore that's when I'm done yeah no I I did ride a cart everyone took carts I should say not everyone I, I 99% of people took carts at Naples just because of the course it, it had a lot of uh, long 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 cart rides or shuttle rides as they call them in between a lot of the the, the greens to the next tee so Joey and I decided to take a cart just for the pace of play and, you know, to keep going. But uh, I won't ride a cart very often. And to be honest with you, if I do get a cart 
at home, most of the time I have a caddy at my home club drive it so I can stand on the back. Sitting down does not do me any good when I get up and straighten up and then hit a ball and go sit down. So as long as the course is uh, in my favor, you know, I'll walk every time. And then that's what most of the guys do. There are a lot of guys who ride, and, and well, they should. But um, I'm, I'm old school in that. But, you know, if my, if my back couldn't let me play that much, but riding a cart didn't bother me, you know, in two or three or four years, I would probably ride a cart. It's, 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 uh, it's what everyone pretty much does when they're at home at their local clubs, and a lot of people get a cart. And on the Champions Tour, you have that option. But uh, it's not something I look forward to doing at this moment. Well, I know most of the people that uh, uh, love Joey, too. Uh, my my question for, for you is that if Joey gets to ride, do you get to pay him less? <laughs> no, Joey, <laughs> Joey would rather not ever get in a cart. He loves to handle those clubs and not, you know, not, not worry about a cart. But, um you know, Joe's hung in there with me 20, 21 years now, and so the last few years have been just okay. But hopefully on this Champions Tour, you know, I can continue to have some good success and keep things going, and, and we'll have a good time. It's been a lot of fun, I will say that, playing out here. I'd like to set back the clock, though. You celebrated your birthday last year at uh, probably your shining moment, the proud papa at the, at the President's Cup, or two years ago at the President's Cup at Harding Park. You had played there in the first time that – the PGA Tour had had been there, and even in the changes uh, at Harding Park, were you able to impart any knowledge on your young bucks uh, from the previous play? And um, just give us a little quip: uh, what what was going through your mind when you when you clinched it, when you won it? I mean, how how is that for you? Well, I, you know I, that that was truly a uh, a huge honor to be the Presidents Cup captain. Um, I had an unbelievable team, not only talent-wise, but personality-wise, and, and a lot of them were, were very good friends. And so, you know, for the people at home, I, 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 I played the PGA Tour last year, and I knew all these guys, and I was with them for most of the year. And once October came and we got to Harding Park, you know, I, I played a practice round with some of the guys on Monday because it was a quiet day with Hunter Mahan and Sean O'Hare and – None of them really asked me any questions. It's a very, very good golf course, old school, tree-lined, real small greens, and, and pretty easy greens, not only to, to hit with a good shot. They were small, but, but once you got on the green, they were pretty easy to read. So my whole deal was just to keep them relaxed, let them have a good time. And as you know, I had Jay Haas as my assistant captain, but I had Michael Jordan as my other assistant, and, and we all – had an unbelievable time watching these 12 guys play, and it was really an, an, an easy thing. I, I, I must say, obviously, uh, part of the Ryder Cups and President's Cups, you want to be on a team who gets out in the lead the first day. We did that, and we led every day. So I didn't have any sleepless nights. I didn't feel like I made any huge blunder in my pairings. I, I told four guys. I told Furyk, Phil, Stricker, and uh, Tiger – that whatever they thought needed to be done, I was going to do because I felt like those four guys deserved uh, to have the chance to tell me what they thought was best, and and uh, and they did. And for Tiger and Stricker to go undefeated in the pairings was was pretty incredible. And of course, Phil Mickelson went 4-0-1 for the week, and that we rode their coattails the whole time. But there were a lot of great stories, a lot of fun times. Uh, a couple of the boys put up a. Uh, Great Michael Jordan stories. They, they they christened him with 
I, a lot of people may know, but John Starks dunking over him, an old New York Nick John Starks dunking over Michael Jordan. We blew that poster up and we put it up there. And then, of course, there was a little bit of a hiccup where Michael wasn't really allowed with us on the podium for the opening ceremony. And then all the caddies on their really nice white President's Cup hats put the number 23 on their hats, which he he really got a a great kick out of that. He I, I think that was the biggest thing we did the whole week, and uh, we got all that straightened out. And of course, he was not only in the fairways with us, but on the podium and everything else. But uh, it was a great week, and uh, Michael was truly incredible for our team to be there. It was a great I, I say great move. That was probably the best thing I did for the Presidents Cup and the twelve guys was invite Michael to be there and in the team room, and uh, he did a great job. You're listening to Views from the Rough. I'm Kevin Allen, and we've got more with Freddie Couples right after the break. ESPN Radio 1300 is WJZ Baltimore. WJZFM HD2, Catonsville, Baltimore. The Sports Station. Online at ESPN1300.com. Go to the station with Baltimore's best sports talk. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Ed Norris. Mark Viviano. Bruce Cunningham. Scott Garceau. Live, local coverage of Baltimore sports on Baltimore's only FM sports station. Sports Radio 105.7. The Fan. Views from the Rough. We'll be right back. Now that the Maryland men's basketball regular season is complete and the Terps are heading for the ACC tournament and maybe the big dance, the Gary Williams Show moves to Mondays on the flagship station of the Maryland Terrapins. 105.7 The Fan. This Monday, join Johnny Holiday for a live broadcast with Maryland's head basketball coach, Gary Williams, at Buffalo Wild Wings in Rockville starting at 7 p.m. Put on your red, white, and black and support your Terps this Monday on the flagship station of the Maryland Terrapins. 105.7 The Fan. Great Moments has created an exciting way for your charity to raise money. Great Moments provides authentic sports and entertainment memorabilia for charity auctions at golf tournaments, dinners, bull roast, and other fundraising events. These items are on consignment at no risk to you. This is how it works. The organization pays Great Moments the amount of the minimum bid. Any amount over the minimum bid, the organization keeps. There is no upfront money commitment on the behalf of the organization. Once the auction is complete, the minimum bid totals will be paid to Great Moments, and if the item does not receive a bid, it can be returned to Great Moments. To discuss how they can make your next fundraiser a success, please call Great Moments at 410-876-6906. That's 410-876-6906. Or email john at greatmomentsinc.com. The Ashburn Pub, serving Ashburn for 15 years and home of Northern Virginia's best Florida Gator fans. Owners Mark Eckert and Kevin Bednars are such big Gator fans, they made the Gator part of their logo. Located in Ashburn Village Shopping Center, at the Ashburn Pub, you'll experience a laid-back and friendly atmosphere. The Ashburn Pub was voted the best burger in Loudoun County. Two-for-one steaks every Saturday night. Since the smoking ban, you'll notice a big difference in the pub. It's a place to bring the whole family. Great dining and a great price. With eight plasma screens, the pub is a great place to watch the NCAA tournament. This Sunday, Finnegan's Wake Party beginning at 7 p.m. Open 7 a.m. St. Patty's Day for an Irish breakfast. For more information, call 703-724-0755. The Ashburn Pub, a place where friends meet 
and a place to make friends. Hi, it's Kevin Allen. If you need an attorney, use my attorneys, the law firm of Stephen Sheehy and Associates. They're located right here in Fairfax, Virginia. It features three of my favorite attorneys, Stephen Sheehy, Mark Moranian, and Tony Fay. The firm focuses their practice in the area of criminal law, handling matters such as assaults, shoplifting, drug possession, and DUIs, to much larger criminal cases such as drug distribution, felony property crimes, sex crimes, felony assault crimes. The firm also practices in the area of business law, personal injury law, and bankruptcy. The attorneys at the firm are well-educated and represent their clients with a unique level of compassion and competence in the federal courts and all the courts in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Should you need their advice or assistance, you can reach them or a member of their staff 24-7 by calling 703-256-6200. Mr. Sheehy and his associates have been serving the people of Virginia since 1984. The firm has interpreters available as well. 703-256-6200. The Ashburn Wine Shop. Free weekly wine tastings. Thursday night is ladies' night from 530 to 8 p.m. Friday, the blind tasting night from 530 to 8 p.m. Saturday, the wine and cheese tasting from 2 to 6 p.m. They've got monthly in-store cigar, beer, and pork tastings, wine and beer from around the world. Largest discounts for volume wine purchase, beer purchase in the entire area. Six bottles of wine, 10% off. 12 bottles of wine, 15% off. Case of beer, 10% off. Not familiar with certain wines or regions? What to pair with your food? They'll be offering courses this spring and summer at their new wine bar and bistro. They're family-owned and operated with two wine shop locations for your convenience. The Vienna Vintner in Vienna, Virginia, and the Ashburn Wine Shop in Ashburn, Virginia. Coming soon, Parallel Wine Bistro in Ashburn, Virginia. For more information, call Jason or Sergio at 703-723-7575 or go to ashburnwineshop.com. What can you do today to give your dog a healthier tomorrow? Introducing Great Life for Pets for every stage of life. Developed by Dr. Elliot Harvey, Great Life combines excellent nutrition by using farm-fresh, human-quality meats and sun-ripened fruits and vegetables. New Great Life Performance Pet Products. Look for the healthier difference today and tomorrow. To find out more, log on to greatlifeforpets.com or better yet, visit Doggone Natural in Ashburn, Virginia. Kevin Allen and Views from the Rough, and we're with Fred Couples, 1992 Masters Champion and President's Cup Captain. Fred, uh, for you, uh, golf has been so much of your life. Uh, it started back in college, and, and, and we all know that golf is really all about relationships, but the relationships that you started out with at the University of Houston are pretty paramount. Jim Nance, Blaine McAllister, Paul Marchand, uh, that's pretty strong. Um, what was it like? I already know what it was like because Jim told his side of the story, what it was like to room with you in Taub Hall. You now tell your side of the story. Well, my, my side of the story was uh, we were all freshmen. We got down in the school in, I think, 1978 or 9. I, I should know. I don't. <laughs> the years of running by quickly, and it was Jim Nance, myself, John Horn, Blaine McAllister, and we were all, as Jimmy likes to say, sweet mates in this, uh, these little two-bedroom uh, dorm rooms. And uh, Coach Coach Williams at the time knew that Jim would be great for the team, and he would, you know, say his boy, he always called us his boys, and he thought that Blaine and I and John Horn would be tour players someday, and he thought Jim Nance would be the president of the United States, and 
Jim's probably got a better job than that'll ever be, being what he does, since he gets to go to all the sporting events, and and uh, he does such a great job at what he does. But our relationship really was it, it was amazing because, you know, Jimmy was great in getting us to go to class and getting us through school, and also supporting the golf team because he has a huge passion for golf and being the anchor of CBS Golf. We all know, you know, all about Jim Nance, but he just was very good for me because, uh, you know, I was like a lot of kids coming from any state, but I grew up in Washington and going all the way to Texas was a big jolt for me. And I was a 17 year old until uh, for three months, not knowing what to do. And, uh, Jimmy was, was a huge benefactory for me. And, and since, since then we don't see each other as much, but almost every term at CBS did, we'd go to dinner and, tell stories and laugh and uh, have a great time. And uh, he's doing well. Blaine McAllister is now on the Champions Tour with me. He's won five times on the regular tour. And, of course, John Horn was really my roommate, and he is a golf pro in Texas and a great, great man. So I, I was lucky to have those guys not only as teammates, but really on my side they've supported me. And John Horn will come to a tournament every year and and watch and have a good time. So – the relationships way back as a kid, you never really think they're going to pan out like this. But I've been to a lot of support, a lot of support, a lot of sporting events with Jimmy Nance, the Final Fours, uh, playoff games, all kinds of fun things. And uh, Jim certainly takes care of us. Well, I was happened to be a photographer at the 2003 Shell Houston Open, which was your last PGA win. I remember everybody circling around, and and there were some tears uh, there. Uh, it was well-deserved, uh, just everybody emotionally attached to you, and, and, and we all— we all love you uh, for that, and and then so it all came through, and and now it's it's okay, it's politically correct for a guy to cry, and <laughs> and and, that, and that's a, not a bad thing. I want to close out with, we've got this great year. You have your exemption uh, for life uh, as you want it uh, at the Masters, so we'll see you at Augusta. But uh, what what are your plans then for this upcoming season? Uh, are you are you going to play in the players? Are you you know tell yeah, us a little bit yeah. where you're going to no, go. No. Yeah, it's actually that's a great question. I I've played at the Phoenix Open in L.A. and I'm going to go play at Houston, which is what you just my last win and and going to school there, and then after Houston is is Augusta, I'm playing there, and then after Augusta is is the tournament players down in Jacksonville, which uh, I look forward to going, and that will probably be maybe one other PGA Tour tournament after that, but. Uh, the rest of the events will be on the Champions Tour. So, as it turns out, I've played two. I'm going to play probably four more. I'll have six PGA Tour events and probably 12 or 13 Champions Tour events, which, you know, as I as I say, hopefully I can get the most play in the 19 tournaments. But, Kevin, that's my goal. And, uh, you know, I do love this Champions Tour, and I, I still want to participate in a few events. And, you know, if I continue to play well, if I go to the Houston and do well and go to the TPC, I may play a couple more. But I think the Champions Tour, uh, and it's not because I've so far gone first and second. It's I've said this every time. I see these guys I haven't seen in years. They're all so nice to me. And they were most of them that I hang with were guys that helped me out when I was a young 23 or 4 or 5-year-old Lee Trevino, for one, every time I see him, he comes up to me. But really, the Bobby Watkins of the world, the Lannies, the Tom Pertzers, uh, you know, Morris Atalskis, these guys, 
up until Hawala, I hadn't seen them in eight to ten years, and it's like I saw them yesterday. So it's pretty good about playing here. I, I think I'm starting to feel like the Champions Tour is uh, where I should be. Well, for me, uh, for most of us around here in the Maryland area, your first tour win was a congressional at the, at the old Kemper. I'm hoping with the Senior Players Championship now being moved to what was the TPC at Avenel, it, it's now known as um, – Potomac Farms at Avenel, TPC yep. Potomac at Avenel Farms, uh, and I hope you can repeat and and have your first major uh, <laughs> here in this area. And I want to extend the invitation for you and Joey to join a tradition that we've had here at the Senior Players Championship to go to a buddy of mine's uh, restaurant and have steamed crabs with Fred Funk and Mark uh-huh. and Mark Long and and Mike Goodis. So if you'll be a part of that with uh, uh, Adam Barr and Dad Dave Marr this year, uh, that'll be an event uh, to eat some steamed crabs and talk a little golf and have mm. some good fellowship. Uh, Freddie, Freddie, once again, thanks for being a part of my life uh, as a professional athlete. We hear all the other stories. But you embraced me, you greeted me, you made me feel real comfortable around you, and that's what changed it all for me to take this game of golf, look baseball behind, and 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 make golf. Um, you know, every waking minute is about golf, and I want to treat people the same way. And uh, just thank you so much uh, for your time. You got it. And I, I wish you all the best in your show and. We will be at the TPC in uh, Potomac, so we'll we'll go out to dinner. We'll have a good time, but keep keep knocking them dead, as they say. Keep your head down. Well, thank you, Freddie, and uh, good luck to Joey. And Joey, thanks a lot for getting the big fellow on for me. You got it. Joey's right here next to me. He says you're welcome. I'll, I'll see you in Augusta. Thanks, guys. Okay, thank you. Views from the rough. We'll be right back. Now that the Maryland men's basketball regular season is complete, and the Terps are heading for the ACC tournament and maybe the big dance. The Gary Williams Show moves to Mondays on the flagship station of the Maryland Terrapins. 105.7 The Fan. This Monday, join Johnny Holiday for a live broadcast with Maryland's head basketball coach, Gary Williams, at Buffalo Wild Wings in Rockville starting at 7 p.m. Put on your red, white, and black and support your Terps this Monday on the flagship station of the Maryland Terrapins. 105.7 The Fan. Great Moments has created an exciting way for your charity to raise money. Great Moments provides authentic sports and entertainment memorabilia for charity auctions at golf tournaments, dinners, bull roasts, and other fundraising events. These items are on consignment at no risk to you. This is how it works. The organization pays Great Moments the amount of the minimum bid. Any amount over the minimum bid, the organization keeps. There is no upfront money commitment on the behalf of the organization. Once the auction is complete, the minimum bid totals will be paid to Great Moments, and if the item does not receive a bid, it can be returned to Great Moments. To discuss how they can make your next fundraiser a success, please call Great Moments at 410-876-6906. That's 410-876-6906. Or email john at greatmomentsinc.com. The Ashburn Pub, serving Ashburn for 15 years and home of Northern Virginia's best Florida Gator fans. Owners Mark Eckert and Kevin Bednars are such big Gator fans, they made the Gator part of their logo. Located in Ashburn Village Shopping Center, at the Ashburn Pub, you'll experience a laid-back and friendly atmosphere. 
The Ashburn Pub was voted the best burger in Loudoun County. Two for one steaks every Saturday night. Since the smoking ban, you'll notice a big difference in the pub. It's a place to bring the whole family. Great dining and a great price. With eight plasma screens, the pub is a great place to watch the NCAA tournament. This Sunday, Finnegan's Wake Party beginning at 7 p.m. Open 7 a.m. St. Patty's Day for an Irish breakfast. For more information, call 703-724-0755. The Ashburn Pub, a place where friends meet and a place to make friends. Hi, it's Kevin Allen. If you need an attorney, use my attorneys, the law firm of Stephen Sheehy and Associates. They're located right here in Fairfax, Virginia. It features three of my favorite attorneys, Stephen Sheehy, Mark Moranian, and Tony Fay. The firm focuses their practice in the area of criminal law, handling matters such as assaults, shoplifting, drug possession, and DUIs, to much larger criminal cases such as drug distribution, felony property crimes, sex crimes, felony assault crimes. The firm also practices in the area of business law, personal injury law, and bankruptcy. The attorneys at the firm are well-educated and represent their clients with a unique level of compassion and competence in the federal courts and all the courts in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Should you need their advice or assistance, you can reach them or a member of their staff 24-7 by calling 703-256-6200. Mr. Sheehy and his associates have been serving the people of Virginia since 1984. The firm has interpreters available as well. 703-256-6200. The Ashburn Wine Shop. Free weekly wine tastings Thursday night is ladies' night from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Friday, the blind tasting night from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Saturday, the wine and cheese tasting from 2 to 6 p.m. They've got monthly in-store cigar, beer, and port tastings, wine and beer from around the world. Largest discounts for volume wine purchase, beer purchase in the entire area. Six bottles of wine, 10% off. 12 bottles of wine, 15% off. Case of beer, 10% off. Not familiar with certain wines or regions? What to pair with your food? They'll be offering courses this spring and summer at their new wine bar and bistro. They're family-owned and operated with two wine shop locations for your convenience. The Vienna Vintner in Vienna, Virginia, and the Ashburn Wine Shop in Ashburn, Virginia. Coming soon, Parallel Wine Bistro in Ashburn, Virginia. For more information, call Jason or Sergio at 703-723-7575 or go to ashburnwineshop.com. What can you do today to give your dog a healthier tomorrow? Introducing Great Life for Pets for every stage of life. Developed by Dr. Elliot Harvey, Great Life combines excellent nutrition by using farm-fresh human-quality meats and sun-ripened fruits and vegetables. New Great Life Performance Pet Products. Look for the healthier difference today and tomorrow. To find out more, log on to greatlifeforpets.com or better yet, visit Doggone Natural in Ashburn, Virginia. We're back. Views from the Rough with Kevin Allen, and I'm with the National PGA Player of the Year, Mr. Rick Schuler. Rick, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on, Kevin. Hey, this is real nice for me. I know I pulled you off the practice range. You're bread and butter. You're a teaching professional, but you're the most one of the most accomplished PGA club professionals, and uh, with that, you won a national award this year. Uh, I was there when you made the speech. Tell us out there, the, the listeners out there, how special and what that means to you. Uh, it's, it was just 
such an emotional evening, and uh, it was done first class, and it was our Academy Awards. And uh, it, it just meant so much to me to know that all the years of hard work and dedication and persistence, uh, you know, had paid off. And I'm fortunate, you know, they, I received a ring with that award, and every time I stare down at that ring, I just know that there's that's the hope that, you know, dreams really can come true. And uh, it just means the world to me to know that at least this one moment in time uh, for that particular year, I, I made my mark and, uh, you know, proved to myself more than anything else that uh, I was capable of doing that. Well, a award like that uh, being voted by your peers, there's 28,000 PGA professionals, but when you win any award voted by your peers, you are then recognized as the creme de la creme, uh, even if only for one year, and, and you'll always be Rick Schuler, National PGA Player of the Year. I'd like to let people know a little bit of personal thing from your speech. You said, tonight, right now, is about me, and you were, then you referred to your wife, the rest of the night is yours, honey. It's all about you. And that... That's correct. It, it happened to be our ten-year uh, anniversary. Uh, I, um, I, uh, just to correct you, it, it is not voted on by the peers. It's actually a, an award that's based on merit. There's a point system, um, so it's it's right in front of you. You know what you have to do. And uh, I was in second place going down to the last stretch of tournaments, and uh, so I was able to leapfrog Mike Small, who had been a previous uh, winner of this award, and and having my opportunity. To then to speak and and relay my message to a national audience uh, and to uh, allow a brief moment of time to congratulate my wife as well for putting up with me for 10 years. That was a, that was a special moment. Well, if you're just joining us, you're on Views from the Rough with Kevin Allen, and I'm with National PGA Player of the Year, Rick Shore. Rick, you're on the practice range most of the time when you're not playing and you're teaching young people or even older people. Run through a couple things that you see are the most common problems that are the easiest, maybe fixable problems with not having a PGA professional standing over you and analyzing you. Something that you can self-contain, self-medicate yourself uh, on. Well, that's that's uh, my test of my ability to teach is to to pass on information and knowledge to my students of all genders and ages, um, so that they become less dependent on me. And my job is to make sure that they understand uh, what they're tackling. And uh, I. I I relate a lot of uh, learning the game of golf, which is definitely a journey. Um, in my 24 years of playing professionally, I'm still learning. So there's much to learn uh, and try to perfect. We'll never perfect them. But the common uh, commonalities with all of all uh, levels is uh, the mistakes made at setup. And I like to encourage my students by saying first that there's no talent required to uh, set up correctly. It's uh, it's this information. And my job is to pass on that knowledge so that they have organized thoughts. I, I do things in threes. So, for instance, I would say we're going to learn how to grip it, then we're going to learn how to aim it, and then we're going to learn how to take our stance. So I use the acronym GAS, meaning uh, fuel for your swing, not indigestion. But uh, So when I, when I grab a student, whether uh, they're an accomplished player or not, 
I start off much like uh, you would learn martial arts. Um, you may have the skill set to become a black belt eventually, but uh, you still need to go through the white belt, yellow belt, and jump through that. So I want to make sure that these people know it is a, a long journey. I never proclaim to be a Band-Aid teacher, um, so that there's a uh, long-lasting result. So it's not something that you play well this particular day and then you lose it. So if the thoughts are, are articulated to the students that uh, this is what you need to concentrate on, you know, I look at the, each student individually uh, and with individual lessons, that's, that ability is there as opposed to a group lesson that they can uh, see what their assets are and their liabilities are so, uh, and as it pertains to the golf swing. So I try to make it as simple as possible, and then I, I stress very much the importance of uh, establishing a pre-shot routine that is uh, laden with intention. So I intend to grip the club with the face, you know, in this position. You know, I intend to aim it with the face at 90 degrees to the target, and I intend to take my stance with the proper pop posture and ball position. So three things I really adhere to are grip, aim, and stance, and that is the one thing that is blatantly abused by most every golfer. And a lot of times, you know, people will say, well, I got it, I got it, no problem, or they assume that they're doing it well. And when they're checked over by the doctor, you know, they start seeing, uh, you know, how how flawed their uh, setup may be, and those lead to all the compensations that they require in their golf swing. So my job is to try and make uh, use, make best use of their ability physically, and then to uh, have them be able to repeat that. So by organizing one's thoughts. Uh, it gives them the opportunity to say, hey, I can tackle this. This isn't so hard. You know, they don't feel like they're tying a knot with 100 thoughts. Um, and I know you play the game a lot, and, and there's frustrations that come with it, and people will always tend to revert back to what they were comfortable doing. And unfortunately in this game, comfort doesn't always mean correct. So right. we, as, we as PGA professionals try to stress the fact that uh, this is what uh, is correct. This is what uh, all our – our models show us to be the most efficient way to move the golf club. And we have to remember, it's a stick and a ball. We're just trying to move it from A to B. And without a picture of what we're trying to do, as far as how high or how far or how much curve we want, um, our body doesn't know what to do. So to try and hit a million golf balls to think that you have muscle memory uh, doesn't last. And you're typically doomed for failure when you're relying on hitting a million balls. So there are three categories of thoughts that all of us um, doing this uh, game or, or trying to hit a golf ball encounter. And though the categories of thoughts are result thoughts, mechanical thoughts, and intentional thoughts. And when the best of the best commit to an intention, you see a great result. And, and the problem with most golfers is they've not committed to anything. They don't have a physical routine or a setup that at least puts them, puts them in a position where it makes it easier to swing the club. So when I can get the student organized with their thoughts of how to physically set up to the golf ball and then stress to them, you know, visualizing a shot and committing to that intention, there's likelihood that they'll see a good result. Because if you stress the result or the mechanics, meaning I might make this putt to break 80 or, you know, we're playing for some money or whatever and you get nervous and you you mess up or the evil word choke comes out. Or if you're stressing it while trying to hit a golf ball on, or my, is my backswing position good, is my club square at the top or what have you, um, those will lead you to failure because um, you can't repeat that. 
So I, I really try to stress in my years and 24 years of playing professionally and competing, uh, the system that I've developed has been through the school of hard knocks because I've been self-taught. So I've found this to really work. It's been consistent for me, and uh, that's what's led to a lot of my uh, recent successes. Well, well, Rick, we're going to have to wrap it up. In review, we want to we want to remember gas and commitment. Gas being grip, aim and swing, and your commitment to the shot. But most of all, your commitment to practice. And going, if you need any help, go see your local PGA professional. Rick's available. Any of the professionals in the Mid-Atlantic area are here to help you and make you have more fun at the game. We don't know if you're going to get better. In, in your scoring, but we can allow you to have more fun in the game, and that's what it's all about. Rick, I hope we can have you come back again on Views in the Rough, and at that time, we'll have some videos available on the website, and we'll really get into it. Rick, again, congratulations on National PGA Player of the Year. My best to your wife, and we'll see you soon on the road. Thank you, Kevin. On behalf of all the PGA professionals, we really appreciate what you do. Thank you. Views from the Rough. We'll be right back. Now that the Maryland men's basketball regular season is complete, and the Terps are heading for the ACC tournament and maybe the big dance, the Gary Williams Show moves to Mondays on the flagship station of the Maryland Terrapins, 105.7 The Fan. This Monday, join Johnny Holiday for a live broadcast with Maryland's head basketball coach, Gary Williams, at Buffalo Wild Wings in Rockville starting at 7 p.m. Put on your red, white, and black and support your Terps this Monday on the flagship station of the Maryland Terrapins, 105.7 The Fan. Great Moments has created an exciting way for your charity to raise money. Great Moments provides authentic sports and entertainment memorabilia for charity auctions at golf tournaments, dinners, bull roast, and other fundraising events. These items are on consignment at no risk to you. This is how it works. The organization pays Great Moments the amount of the minimum bid. Any amount over the minimum bid, the organization keeps. There is no upfront money commitment on the behalf of the organization. Once the auction is complete, the minimum bid totals will be paid to Great Moments, and if the item does not receive a bid, it can be returned to Great Moments. To discuss how they can make your next fundraiser a success, please call Great Moments at 410-876-6906. That's 410-876-6906. Or email john at greatmomentsinc.com. The Ashburn Pub, serving Ashburn for 15 years and home of Northern Virginia's best Florida Gator fans. Owners Mark Eckert and Kevin Bednarz are such big Gator fans, they made the Gator part of their logo. Located in Ashburn Village Shopping Center, at the Ashburn Pub, you'll experience a laid-back and friendly atmosphere. The Ashburn Pub was voted the best burger in Loudoun County. Two-for-one steaks every Saturday night. Since the smoking ban, you'll notice a big difference in the pub. It's a place to bring the whole family. Great dining and a great price. With eight plasma screens, the pub is a great place to watch the NCAA tournament. This Sunday, Finnegan's Wake Party beginning at 7 p.m. Open 7 a.m. St. Patty's Day for an Irish breakfast. For more information, call 703-724-0755. The Ashburn Pub, a place where friends meet and a place to make friends. 
Hi, it's Kevin Allen. If you need an attorney, use my attorneys, the law firm of Stephen Sheehy and Associates. They're located right here in Fairfax, Virginia. It features three of my favorite attorneys, Stephen Sheehy, Mark Moranian, and Tony Fay. The firm focuses their practice in the area of criminal law, handling matters such as assaults, shoplifting, drug possession, and DUIs, to much larger criminal cases such as drug distribution, felony property crimes, sex crimes, felony assault crimes. The firm also practices in the area of business law, personal injury law, and bankruptcy. The attorneys at the firm are well-educated and represent their clients with a unique level of compassion and competence in the federal courts and all the courts in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Should you need their advice or assistance, you can reach them or a member of their staff 24-7 by calling 703-256-6200. Mr. Sheehy and his associates have been serving the people of Virginia since 1984. The firm has interpreters available as well. 703-256-6200. The Ashburn Wine Shop. Free weekly wine tastings Thursday night is ladies' night from 530 to 8 p.m., Friday, the blind tasting night from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Saturday, the wine and cheese tasting from 2 to 6 p.m. They've got monthly in-store cigar, beer, and port tastings, wine and beer from around the world. Largest discounts for volume wine purchase, beer purchase in the entire area. Six bottles of wine, 10% off. Twelve bottles of wine, 15% off. Case of beer, 10% off. Not familiar with certain wines or regions? What to pair with your food? They'll be offering courses this spring and summer at their new wine bar and bistro. They're family-owned and operated with two wine shop locations for your convenience. The Vienna Vintner in Vienna, Virginia, and the Ashburn Wine Shop in Ashburn, Virginia. Coming soon, Parallel Wine Bistro in Ashburn, Virginia. For more information, call Jason or Sergio at 703-723-7575 or go to ashburnwineshop.com. What can you do today to give your dog a healthier tomorrow? Introducing Great Life for Pets for every stage of life. Developed by Dr. Elliot Harvey, Great Life combines excellent nutrition by using farm-fresh, human-quality meats and sun-ripened fruits and vegetables. New Great Life Performance Pet Products. Look for the healthier difference today and tomorrow. To find out more, log on to greatlifeforpets.com, or better yet, visit Doggone Natural in Ashburn, Virginia. This is Kevin Allen, and you're listening to Views of the Rough. We're joined now with a real good friend, former Pitt Panther, Baltimore Raven world champion, Tony Saragusa. Welcome to the show, Tony. What's going on? I mean, you're bringing up my past way, way back, bro. Uh, well, uh, they were all good things. The Pitt Panther days were good days. You had uh, Burt Grossman and a good friend Troy Benson and Ironhead on your team. That's not a bad crew, but I think you've really made the name for yourself. Uh, everybody's forgotten them, and everybody knows who Tony Saragusa is. That's good. That's good. And that's good. Very good. <laughs> hey, uh, you've come out with a new line of vodka. Tell us about that. Yo, vodka. Yeah, it's, uh, we're launching, actually, uh, in uh, in April in Las Vegas at uh, at a convention down there, and it's uh, it's going to be the first flavored vodka. We got nine flavors, and it's um, it's going to have an actual aphrodisiac in the vodka, six times distilled, made in the U.S. And it's uh, uh, you know we put everything we got behind it, so it's uh, you know owning five restaurants in Jersey uh, and seeing what people like. I figured you know if I'm going to come out with something, I'm going to come out with something. I'm going to have fun doing, and 
Uh, I like to have a good time and then have a couple cocktails every now and then. So we uh, came up with the uh, Yo Vodka, which uh, is going to be out there very soon. Uh, that's that's real neat. And anybody who's ever been around Tony in his time in Baltimore knows that uh, he doesn't like to ha- be the only one having a good time. He really gets everybody around him and makes sure that everybody else around him has a good time. And that's kind of really what's drawn me to you is you're I'm the same type of person and we've had some good times at the barn eating crabs and Terrasin and other places and that and that's Fair just enough. a that's that's just a great great thing and and then Tiffany's your 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 restaurants I didn't realize you had so many and, and some of the best ribs and calamari that I've ever had so if you're hot going up 95 you need to get find Tiffany's on, on the GPS and stop in and you just may run into the goose hey goose another thing that's really been popular now on the cable networks is man caves how did that all come about about four years ago uh, one of the networks contacted me and they said they're coming out with a new show where you know women uh, pretty much rule the house and you know we've all accepted it and even though we try to deny it uh, you know when you have a bedroom and you have 50 pillows on your bed and you can't really touch them and they're for show <laughs> um, I, I really don't understand the whole thing with the scented candles and the flowers all over the place but little by little they take over the whole house so what we're doing is we're trying to give the guy um a little space in the house where he can go and relax and have a good time and uh they came up with a concept called man caves and uh, it's a diy network and they do a great job uh, we go in and we find a guy's garage, a shed, you know, a basement, wherever, and uh, we find out what his hobbies are. We give him a little space to go and hang out with his buddies. And uh, it's really caught on. It's been viral. So, uh, you know, it's getting bigger and bigger. And uh, as a matter of fact, yesterday I, uh, I was shooting one. I've been, I've been shooting all the way up to June. So uh, it's, a, it's a fun show to do. That's why I do it. Have you done your own man cave, a little personal touch, having this re- these resources there? Have you been able to do that in your own home? Yeah, I took over my whole basement pretty much. You know, uh, Kevin put put a full uh, full kitchen in and a, and a theater and a, and a poker room and a gym, which I don't use that much. I started <laughs> all that, but uh, and, and an office. So uh, you know, I have a wet bar also down there and, and a and a little bit of a, a wine cellar. So uh, I built myself my own man cave, which you know every guy needs to do. But I was lucky enough to take the whole basement. My wife was. Uh, nice to give it up. Well, you've got it made then because your wife is one special lady, and I'm not going to say that, oh, she's got to be a saint because of this and that and you and there. No, she's she is specially an angel, and yeah. Kathy, I love her to death, and now you've got another place to go. So you got the best, really have the best of both worlds. Hey, real quick, uh, Tony Saragusa Foundation has been involved in a lot of things. You have an annual golf tournament up at Mohican Sun. Uh, where can folks find out about that uh, golf tournament and, and, and get involved? to have some old Baltimore friends show up and support your cause. Yeah, we uh, last year was the first year that we didn't do it, but we're getting back into it. Uh, we're thinking about moving it back to Atlantic City. And uh, you can go on TonySiragusaFoundation.com and, and check that all out. And, um, you know, golf is such a cool sport. It doesn't matter. You know, it's almost uh, one of the few sports that you can play from, you know, a kid all the way up to, you You know, you can't hardly walk. You can still pretty much hit a golf ball. And, uh so guys come out, and actually last week I was down there with a couple of my friends from Pitt um, playing in Arizona this past weekend. Just had a great time. Some unbelievable golf courses out there. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. But we had a great time out there, and, uh, you know, a lot of people go and they see me and they size me and think I can't hit a golf ball. But right now, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm proud to say I'm like a 13 handicap. Come on. Not bad, okay? No, no, not bad at all. I got one last question we've got. We're going to go, as a young guy, uh, you played football like we all did, Pop Warner. 
what was it like when you heard your name introduced for the Super Bowl? And, and just give us an inside feel. What's going on inside oh. those pads? Uh, no, when, not, when... not introduced. I, I, Brian Villa came up to me right before in the locker room and said, hey, uh, you know, you, you had a great year. Um, and we want you to lead the team out uh, onto the field you know, for the introductions. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we want you to lead the team out. So I was actually the first guy out there, uh, the first name called. And it was, uh, it was something special. It was, uh, you know, the, the tough thing about playing uh, in the Super Bowl is actually controlling your emotions because there's so much time before you get announced to, to when you actually get to hit somebody. Um, there's about a half hour. So when it's and in, and in, uh, on, in regular games, it's about, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So it's almost it's double the time. And, and it, it was it was controlling my emotions when they did announce my name and, and ran out finally on the field. That uh, was the hardest thing. But uh Tell you what, I wouldn't trade it. Well, I would trade it for my kids, but it was a, definitely a special moment. And the guys that you play with, you get to see them over and over. And we're coming up on our tenth reunion pretty soon, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys back in Baltimore, the guys that I played with. So. Well, I'll never forget you having Rose, uh, Samantha Rose on your shoulders and you wearing that big Mickey Mouse uh, T-shirt and having Kathy by you. And it's one of the pictures that I cherish and I know you've cherished over the years. So uh, I just want to wish you all the best. And I appreciate everything that you've done for me and uh, and helping me be, be the success that I have because you, you have been there for me. And and thanks a lot, Tony. And if, if you ever need me, we're going to have a special spot uh, for charity golf tournaments. You know you can count on me. Be there as a photographer contribute and and grow your event and really maybe take this thing from 144 people to 288 people for you you got it i appreciate everything man you're going to come back on the show feel free to give me a call well well, i appreciate that and uh one of baltimore's favorite sons tony saragusa thank you tony wednesday afternoon at one orioles spring training continues on the flagship station of the baltimore orioles 1057 the fan brian roberts nick markakis matt weeders and the boys of summer bring the heat to your saint patrick's day with an all-out assault on the toronto blue jays join joe angel and fred manfra for every crack of the bat live from the orioles new spring home in sarasota florida so kick back and have some green beer wednesday afternoon at one on the flagship station of the o 1057 the fan Great Moments has created an exciting way for your charity to raise money. Great Moments provides authentic sports and entertainment memorabilia for charity auctions at golf tournaments, dinners, bull roast, and other fundraising events. These items are on consignment at no risk to you. This is how it works. The organization pays Great Moments the amount of the minimum bid. Any amount over the minimum bid, the organization keeps. There is no upfront money commitment on the behalf of the organization. Once the auction is complete, the minimum bid totals will be paid to Great Moments, and if the item does not receive a bid, it can be returned to Great Moments. To discuss how they can make your next fundraiser a success, please call Great Moments at 410-876-6906. That's 410-876-6906. Or email john at greatmomentsinc.com. The Ashburn Pub, serving Ashburn for 15 years and home of Northern Virginia's best Florida Gator fans. Owners Mark Eckert and Kevin Bednarz are such big Gator fans, they made the Gator part of their logo. Located in Ashburn Village Shopping Center, at the Ashburn Pub, you'll experience a laid-back and friendly atmosphere. The Ashburn Pub was voted the best burger in Loudoun County. Two-for-one steaks every Saturday night. 
Since the smoking ban, you'll notice a big difference in the pub. It's a place to bring the whole family. Great dining and a great price. With eight plasma screens, the pub is a great place to watch the NCAA tournament. This Sunday, Finnegan's Wake Party beginning at 7 p.m. Open 7 a.m. St. Patty's Day for an Irish breakfast. For more information, call 703-724-0755. The Ashburn Pub, a place where friends meet and a place to make friends. Hi, it's Kevin Allen. If you need an attorney, use my attorneys, the law firm of Stephen Sheehy and Associates. They're located right here in Fairfax, Virginia. It features three of my favorite attorneys, Stephen Sheehy, Mark Moranian, and Tony Fay. The firm focuses their practice in the area of criminal law, handling matters such as assaults, shoplifting, drug possession, and DUIs, to much larger criminal cases such as drug distribution, felony property crimes, sex crimes, felony assault crimes. The firm also practices in the area of business law, personal injury law, and bankruptcy. The attorneys at the firm are well-educated and represent their clients with a unique level of compassion and competence in the federal courts and all the courts in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Should you need their advice or assistance, you can reach them or a member of their staff 24-7 by calling 703-256-6200. Mr. Sheehy and his associates have been serving the people of Virginia since 1984. The firm has interpreters available as well. 703-256-6200. The Ashburn Wine Shop. Free weekly wine tastings. Thursday night is ladies' night from 530 to 8 p.m. Friday, the blind tasting night from 530 to 8 p.m. Saturday, the wine and cheese tasting from 2 to 6 p.m. They've got monthly in-store cigar, beer, and port tastings, wine and beer from around the world. Largest discounts for volume wine purchase, beer purchase in the entire area. Six bottles of wine, 10% off. 12 bottles of wine, 15% off. Case of beer, 10% off. Not familiar with certain wines or regions? What to pair with your food? They'll be offering courses this spring and summer at their new wine bar and bistro. They're family-owned and operated with two wine shop locations for your convenience. The Vienna Vintner in Vienna, Virginia, and the Ashburn Wine Shop in Ashburn, Virginia. Coming soon, Parallel Wine Bistro in Ashburn, Virginia. For more information, call Jason or Sergio at 703-723-7575 or go to ashburnwineshop.com. What can you do today to give your dog a healthier tomorrow? Introducing Great Life for Pets for every stage of life. Developed by Dr. Elliot Harvey, Great Life combines excellent nutrition by using farm-fresh, human-quality meats and sun-ripened fruits and vegetables. New Great Life Performance Pet Products. Look for the healthier difference today and tomorrow. To find out more, log on to greatlifeforpets.com or better yet, visit Doggone Natural in Ashburn, Virginia. And now the end Hi, this is Kevin Allen, and you're listening to Views from the Rough. And I don't know that I could have picked a song any better, but Frank actually picked it. And we've got world champion, Hall of Famer, Frank Robinson is my guest on my very first show. Welcome to the show, Frank. Uh, pleasure to be here, Kevin. Thank you. Well, I, I know you're a busy man. You're doing some work still in baseball. And uh, for you to take the time for me, as you always have, uh, to come on to my first show uh, is just really, really special for me. And it really means a lot. And I needed to let you know that right off the bat. Uh, for some folks who don't know who Frank Robinson is, I don't know where you've been in the last 50 years, but uh, 
It's probably a guy that I, I relate to as being on the Mount Rushmore of baseball. Uh, he, uh, one of the biggest trades for the Orioles in 1966. He came here for Milt Pappas, and, and things just really turned around. He spent 50 years in uniform. He's a triple crown winner, and he's got 500 home runs and almost 3,000 hits. And if he would have stayed healthy in that 67 season, uh, I think we'd be looking at a guy that was that 500, 3,000 hits. Uh, what do you think, Frank? You know, I was off to a good start, Kevin. You know, it was a long – it was a lot of time after that in the season. So you don't know what may have happened. But uh, it was certainly a, a good start, and uh, it was a good feeling. And I was, it was on my mind, the possibility of uh, repeating. But uh, it, it wasn't to be. Well, for the guys who, who follow baseball, you know, you came into the league as a National League hitter, and they usually say, okay, he's, he's burning it up, he's, he's lit the league on fire, let's see what he does in the second half when they get the second look out of, out of him. Okay, so they had to look at you the second half. You, you, you brought the team to a world championship, four straight over the mighty Dodgers. I mean, that, that first inning in, in game one with uh, you hitting a home run and Brooksy hitting a home run, and people are going like, dang, uh, you know, that was pretty special. But then for you to start that 67 season, right pick, right up where you left off was a pretty special thing. And, and I know all of us, I was a young, young boy then, and, and, and we had visions of sugar plums, so it was pretty good. But that 67 season, uh, 66 season, uh, there was a comment that came out from probably the world's greatest third baseman, Brooks Robinson. He said, you know, in 64 and 65, the Orioles, we had the players the one thing that Frank Robinson did for us, he taught us how to win. Well, Frank, how did you teach them how to win? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I don't know, Kevin. I guess it was just the way the attitude that I brought to the team and the way I played the game itself on the field. Uh, I just uh, was always taught to, you know, play as hard as you can, give 100%. Uh, if you're at first base, uh, your job is to break up the double play, that type of thing, and, uh, you know, do whatever you can to help the team win. And I think uh, maybe the toughness that I, I brought uh, towards playing the game was what was missing in, in the Orioles team. Well, you didn't have a lot of speed, and, and there was another guy that's, uh, that's also deity in Baltimore, Cal Ripken Jr., but the two things that you guys had in common – more than none, if there was a single, you could count on Frank Robinson uh, being at third base. And, and and that happened in a point in the World Series in 71. You had a bad wing, you know, a bad wheel, I mean. And uh, and then the next thing you know, you're first to third, and then you score. And, I mean, we all know Clemente's arm. And you took it to the sixth game and got us to the seventh game. It wasn't to be probably Steve Blass's greatest efforts ever and Bobby Robertson hitting some home runs. But, you know, you put us in a position to win and beat those Pirates, that was the toughness that we all saw, and I'm sure that you're now talking about. So that that's a great thing. That 67 season back, uh, what was your one favorite moment during that 66 season, I mean, that, 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 that you said, wow, we got a ball club here. We're, we're really gelling. It started in spring training. Uh, my first day there in batting practice, I didn't get a ball out of the cage in my turn in the cage. And uh, Louis Aparicio made the comment, is this what we traded Bill Pappas for? (laughs) (laughs) And it just cracked everybody up. And I think that broke the ice right there. And I knew I was with a good group of guys. And uh, we had an opportunity to to win if we 
played as a team, and I thought we felt that's what we did. Well, that's great because if you've ever been close to Louis Aparicio, they called him Little Little uh, Louis for a reason. He was little, and then I've been up next to Frank, and Frank's a pretty hawking big guy. So that 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 took a lot of guts on his part to uh, to break the ice. That that's pretty special. Another thing that you did that you implemented for a dear friend of yours, uh, Pat Corrales, the, the Kangaroo Court uh, that came into vogue from Frank Robinson putting the mop head on his head head and, and being the judge and and you made guys pay for fines so you made them visibly recognize base running errors or the little intricacies of the game that then brought them complete that won them games in the end is that correct well that's correct uh, the kangaroo court was a lot of fun because everybody participated that's what we said from the beginning if everybody doesn't participate we won't have it and everybody did but the main thing about that it wasn't the money it wasn't the fine because they were only a dollar fines uh, what we could do was we could point out mistakes that we made in the ball game uh, and poke fun at the player and have fun with it and get the point across that, hey, you made a mistake, let's try to correct it, don't make that mistake again. And that was the beauty of that team that year. Everybody participated and everybody enjoyed and had a lot of laughs with that to the kangaroo court. Kevin Allen with Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Frank Robinson here on Views from the Rough. Uh, Frank, uh, you started a job as kind of a favor maybe to the commissioner and to Major League Baseball to save a team up in Montreal, and that broke into uh, six, seven years uh, from coming to Montreal to here, and I was lucky enough to see you here and and be a part of it, and uh, we got to play a lot of golf while you were here, and um, I'll never forget those times. Tell us a little bit about that voyage and you really being the skipper in the very first game, you know, ever uh, for for the Nationals. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I did take that job and it was under the understanding it would only be for a year. And the uh, the Expos and uh, the Twins were supposed to be contracted uh, at the end of the year. And this is the reason I did that. And it, it developed into five years. Uh, and two uh, wonderful years in uh, the nation capital of Washington, D.C., uh, that capped uh, cap that little stint uh, managing again. Well, I was teary-eyed. You were teary-eyed that last day, and I was able to get some great pictures and uh, out of that, and, and it was a lot of fun. But uh, golf, now that you've retired, but you haven't retired, you're still involved with baseball through the commissioner's office in various uh, forms. But golf, golf has now consumed you. Uh, I've been able to play golf with you. Um Probably one of the things that I love to tell people is I'll never forget that day we were up in uh, New Jersey, and I was having a tough day of it. And uh, you said you said to me, Skip, you go, Kev, and now I never played this game. I played baseball, but uh, I, I'm noticing a couple of things. And you had me do a thing, and you have a, co- a couple uh, practice swings, and then I executed. And, and to see the look on your face and then the way you – talk to me afterwards it was like you having your first born you were a born teacher um in that and and um it, that got me excited and there was just this thing between you and i that anytime you've ever told me something uh i was able to listen for once instead of running my mouth and and, and being able to execute and to execute for your skipper is pretty special uh guys here in washington have somebody that you made a little quote to me about about ryan zimmerman Give us your views on him. How special is he? What are we looking at right now with the tools that this young kid has? Well, from day one, uh, you know, I was told that uh, before we drafted him, I was told he was a very special individual defensively. Uh, The hitting, you know, in college, 
he had for a good average in college, but there was more talking about him defensively. But from the first day that I saw him at the big league level, uh, you knew he was a very, very special individual and a very special player. Uh, he was down to earth, a good kid, willing to listen and learn, and uh, knew his place on the team, and never spoke out of turn, and played a tremendous defense. It was unbelievable, and really started to learn you know, to hit at the big league level and uh, come up with some big, big, big hits like veteran players did in tough situations. Uh, what you have in this kid, this young man, and he's still the same. I've talked to him over the years. We stay in touch uh, a little bit over the course of the season in the winter. That he is a team player. He is all about the team. He's grounded. His head hasn't gotten any larger. His feet are on the ground, and he's a tremendous ball player. And the best is to come with him, and he's going to be one of the best players uh, that ever played the game once he's finished. Frank, how much golf are you playing during the week? How much time do you, are, are you uh, spending? Uh, only about uh, five or six days a week, uh, Kevin. That's, that's about it. <laughs> is that all? You and Buf? You and Buf taking the money from everybody, are you? Well, trying to anyway. <laughs> uh, Skip, what's the favorite golf course you've ever played on? Uh, Riviera. Riviera. It's pretty pretty special coming down 17 and 18 and that look on 18 and that, that fairway leaning the other way. Uh, yeah, that is a pretty special place. Sure. Frank, is there anything? But, but, I don't mean to cut you off, but Congressional is not bad. No, Please. no, it's not. No. And the gold course isn't bad there either. No. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. And I know John Lieberger and the staff that has hosted you uh, several times will appreciate yes. those kind words. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say to the fans uh, here in Washington? You weren't really able to give a big, big speech on it. And, and into Baltimore, that you know, we do miss you. So uh, go ahead. It's all yours, Frank. Nothing that I haven't really said before, and I'm not going to sit in and lamb it on it. But uh, the fans of Baltimore, you know, that, that was special times for me. Uh, I will always be an Oriole. And, uh, you know, they have been through some lean times and some tough times. But I can see the, the, the ball club and the organization uh, starting to turn the corner now. And it's good times ahead in that organization. They just keep, I want them to keep the faith in the players and the people there that's running that organization now. Uh, for the uh, Washington Nationals, uh, I think they're finally headed in the right direction as far as what they want to do and, and what they want to accomplish and with the young kids and giving them the opportunity to learn at the big league level. And uh, they have some good young ball ballplayers. Uh, don't expect a, an awful lot to put too much uh, uh, emphasis on them as far as what they have to do. Just let them go out and play baseball and let them learn at that level. And in a very short period of time, I can see that that organization, that team being very competitive in the uh, National League. Well, Skip, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up. I just want to tell you, thank you. I love you. And uh, and the golf balls are on the way, buddy. <laughs> okay, Kevin. Thank you very much. Thanks for being here. Appreciate You're listening it. to Frank Robinson with Kevin Allen on Views in the Rough. We'll be right back. Now that the Maryland men's basketball regular season is complete, and the Terps are heading for the ACC tournament and maybe the big dance, the Gary Williams Show moves to Mondays on the flagship station of the Maryland Terrapins, 105.7 The Fan. This Monday, join Johnny Holiday for a live broadcast with Maryland's head basketball coach, Gary Williams, at Buffalo Wild Wings in Rockville starting at 7 p.m. Put on your red, white, and black and support your Terps this Monday on the flagship station of the Maryland Terrapins, 105.7 The Fan. Great Moments has created an exciting way for your charity to raise money. 
Great Moments provides authentic sports and entertainment memorabilia for charity auctions at golf tournaments, dinners, bull roasts, and other fundraising events. These items are on consignment at no risk to you. This is how it works. The organization pays Great Moments the amount of the minimum bid. Any amount over the minimum bid, the organization keeps. There is no upfront money commitment on the behalf of the organization. Once the auction is complete, the minimum bid totals will be paid to Great Moments, and if the item does not receive a bid, it can be returned to Great Moments. To discuss how they can make your next fundraiser a success, please call Great Moments at 410-876-6906. That's 410-876-6906. Or email john at greatmomentsinc.com. The Ashburn Pub, serving Ashburn for 15 years and home of Northern Virginia's best Florida Gator fans. Owners Mark Eckert and Kevin Bednars are such big Gator fans, they made the Gator part of their logo. Located in Ashburn Village Shopping Center, at the Ashburn Pub, you'll experience a laid-back and friendly atmosphere. The Ashburn Pub was voted the best burger in Loudoun County. Two-for-one steaks every Saturday night. Since the smoking ban, you'll notice a big difference in the pub. It's a place to bring the whole family. Great dining and a great price. With eight plasma screens, the pub is a great place to watch the NCAA tournament. This Sunday, Finnegan's Wake Party beginning at 7 p.m. Open 7 a.m. St. Patty's Day for an Irish breakfast. For more information, call 703-724-0755. The Ashburn Pub, a place where friends meet and a place to make friends. Hi, it's Kevin Allen. If you need an attorney, use my attorneys, the law firm of Stephen Sheehy and Associates. They're located right here in Fairfax, Virginia. It features three of my favorite attorneys, Stephen Sheehy, Mark Moradian, and Tony Fay. The firm focuses their practice in the area of criminal law, handling matters such as assaults, shoplifting, drug possession, and DUIs, to much larger criminal cases such as drug distribution, felony property crimes, sex crimes, felony assault crimes. The firm also practices in the area of business law, personal injury law, and bankruptcy. The attorneys at the firm are well-educated and represent their clients with a unique level of compassion and competence in the federal courts and all the courts in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Should you need their advice or assistance, you can reach them or a member of their staff 24-7 by calling 703-256-6200. Mr. Sheehy and his associates have been serving the people of Virginia since 1984. The firm has interpreters available as well. 703-256-6200. The Ashburn Wine Shop. Free weekly wine tastings Thursday night is ladies' night from 530 to 8 p.m., Friday, the blind tasting night from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Saturday, the wine and cheese tasting from 2 to 6 p.m. They've got monthly in-store cigar, beer, and port tastings, wine and beer from around the world. Largest discounts for volume wine purchase, beer purchase in the entire area. Six bottles of wine, 10% off. Twelve bottles of wine, 15% off. Case of beer, 10% off. Not familiar with certain wines or regions? What to pair with your food? They'll be offering courses this spring and summer at their new wine bar and bistro. They're family-owned and operated with two wine shop locations for your convenience. The Vienna Vintner in Vienna, Virginia, and the Ashburn Wine Shop in Ashburn, Virginia. Coming soon, Parallel Wine Bistro in Ashburn, Virginia. For more information, call Jason or Sergio at 703-723-7575 or go to ashburnwineshop.com. What can you do today to give your dog a healthier tomorrow? 
Introducing Great Life for Pets for every stage of life. Developed by Dr. Elliot Harvey, Great Life combines excellent nutrition by using farm-fresh, human-quality meats and sun-ripened fruits and vegetables. New Great Life Performance Pet Products. Look for the healthier difference today and tomorrow. To find out more, log on to greatlifeforpets.com or better yet, visit Doggone Natural in Ashburn, Virginia. Hit it. Hi, this is Kevin Allen, and you're listening to the Views from the Rough. I've got someone that when I'm on the road, I can look to the side inside the ropes with me, and he's always there smiling. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Maryland's own Fred Funk. Welcome to the show, Fred. Thanks, Kevin. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? That's the question. Uh, you went through some health problems, your knee, your hip, and that, and you didn't get quite started on the tour this year when you usually do it. People know you as kind of the Iron Man that you play 30-some weeks a year. Well, I still plan to. <laughs> Almost play that many, but uh, I had a knee replacement right after the end of the season. I just couldn't go anymore, and I finally decided that enough was enough with the knee, and, and um, November 16th, I went in and had it replaced, so... It's been a, a rehab off season, and and then uh, I was hoping to make Hawalalai, which is our first Champions Tour event. But I got the nay from the doctor. He said you weren't ready, and and really I'm still in uncharted territory. I'm, he says I'm way ahead of the game. I'm uh, only three and a half months out, and I've already played three events, and uh, the knee's doing better. It's got a little ways to go, but uh, no, it's just been a it's it's been a constant battle for two years where i've been uh fighting this knee and now i just know it's the exciting thing is that it's going to get better as the year goes instead of worse as the year's year goes so it's just a slower start than i wanted but um i'm hoping to be ready and really everything firing here pretty soon well well last year was a pretty special year i know coming to see you as a fan i hadn't done that in years and what a treat that was to walk 18 holes with you at at, uh, five farms and I said after the round, I said, you got a little hitch in your giddy up there. And you go, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. And, and, and as a true athlete and a Maryland guy, you're tough. And, and I knew just you can just tell by your body posture and where you were going, especially that one uphill lie and out of the trap kind of deal. It, uh, that puts a little pressure on you. But uh, we're glad that you're okay. And uh, you can put a couple more majors uh, in the pocket. Uh, last year was a successful year. Uh, the Charles Swab Cup, you were right in it to the end. Had a chance to get a million dollar indemnity from Charles Swab. Yeah, it's been two years in a row. I really worked hard um, the year before. I managed to run down Jay Haas and then let him go at the end. And and uh, last year I caught Lauren Roberts and passed him, and it was mine to win or lose. And and really, when it got time uh, September October, I just I just couldn't do anything with my leg. And um, Actually, I remember Baltimore. It was the final round. Uh, Sunday morning, I I didn't even want to play. Uh, every round was just just something I didn't want to do. Um, and I, I've never been that well. Or very seldom am I that way. But uh, you know, I just I just didn't have it. And uh, I, I'm really working hard to fight. You know, battle back. As it's been pretty miraculous, really, that I had the, as good a years as I had the, the last two. Um, but it shows when my game is on, I could still play. I just couldn't keep it up to that level uh, that I needed to um, physically and mentally. I think at the end of the year, I was just shot. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I was just in Bill's Terrace Inn, and, and that's what really hurt me by you not winning the Charles Schwab Cup because you were kind enough to pick up a really large tab last year at the Terrace Inn. And uh, you don't have to worry about that this year because – Steve's picking up the tab because he's going to be a sponsor here on the show. And uh, and I felt guilty when you didn't close the deal last year. I said, oh, he's going to pay for that. And he's going to win a million bucks. Big deal. And so this year you don't have to worry about it. It's on me. And I just got the word last week we had Fred Couples on, and he can't wait to join us. He and Joey LaCava uh, join you and Mark and the and the regular crew. So we're we're growing. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty special uh special week there with those crabs those things are huge um it's, it's the greatest time of year you know obviously that time of year in the fall when they start getting big again but oh it's been three years we've gone there now and it's been spectacular every year but this year we're down at avenel so i'm bringing them be a tougher commute i'm bringing them down we're gonna okay. have them delivered <laughs> we're not gonna stop that little camaraderie we've got going it's been it has been fun hey fred uh being a maryland guy gary williams coach of the year Vasquez, player of the year, just a little bit. What? How? How busted a pride are you there? Uh, did they get those awards? Yes, you didn't oh, know awesome. it. I know. I didn't know that. That's great. I, I've been following them. Uh, you know, I always follow the Terps and Gary. I know really well, and uh, I'm, I'm really proud of the team. They're peaking at a great time of the year, and you know, I kept wondering when they were going to get ranked. I said, "The guy that are one win away from being ranked, they'd win, and then they weren't ranked." And I'm like, "Come on, guys!" But uh, you know, finally they got ranked, and then they beat Duke well that was a huge win and uh, it's exciting I mean this time of year to be playing that well and and uh, you know Vasquez is really fun to watch um, I didn't realize how good a player he had been there I mean I, I hadn't followed him that close uh, over the four years but I you know I know he's NBA bound I, I from what I hear and he's something else and I'm really proud of Gary for doing that I mean he's he's got his guys you know, he seems to have a, every year a great court or, or contingent of athletes and this when they gel they're really something else when they're playing good they look like they can play the nba and then sometimes they just look so sloppy and and they don't gel but uh boy they're gelling right now and it looks good I, i'm excited about the this is the greatest time of year for basketball no question you're listening to views from the rough and i'm kevin allen with fred funk of the pga tour Freddie, uh, the guys almost had a three-peat. Uh, we had a rookie there, Mr. Williams, who who came in uh, third and, I mean, second runner-up in the rookie of the year uh, in the ACC. So Gary can coach. when he, Like you said, when his players gel, uh, it, it, the coaching really comes out. Let me ask you real quick, uh, what are your plans for this year? Are you going to play some PGA Tour events and mix them in with Champions Tour, or are you just going to go and play mostly Champions Tour except for the exemption that you have in the players? Well, I have one more year in the, in the players right now based on the win in 05, and, and I won the senior U.S. Open last year, which got me in the U.S. Open, so I'm playing those two for sure. And um, I'm prob- probably going to play – well, I'm definitely playing Bay Hill in a couple weeks. So I'm going to skip the senior event in Capcana. And um hoping to play uh, Innisbrook next week. I just got to see how things are going. I'm really, really working hard at everything, trying to get everything back. I'm rehabbing my body, and I'm – trying to rehab my game and I met with Dave Stockton with putting and trying to get that ironed out and get a direction with that I'm, I got my teacher coming in from Wisconsin Jim Schumann it's uh, uh, he's coming in tomorrow to work with me some more to try to just tighten things up a little bit because I'm starting to play well I'm just not as consistent as I am when I'm really on and I got to get that putter going 
Well, I hope to see you down at Bay Hill. I plan to be down there. Uh, some guy is going to make his debut, I think, that week on tour. I don't know what his name is, but uh, that's what they're talking about. So we're going to go over the Tavistock Cup, check it out, and then and then go see Mr. Palmer and pay homage to him. So yeah. I can't wait to see you and Mark. And I guess I'll have to bring some crab cakes down with me just to tease you a little bit to, to get you back home. I, I know you can't wait until October, but uh, for everybody here and all the listeners who love Fred Funk, I I want to wish you the most success and and health throughout this year and uh, and see those steady finishes every week. And thanks for joining us, Fred. Hey, you got it, Kevin. I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, as much as I love Five Farms, I'm excited about coming down to Avenel and playing the senior players later this year in the fall. Uh, the renovated Avenel looks incredible. I guess it's called Avenel Farms. Now. It's called TPC Potomac at Avenel Farm, and, and I had – gotten a chance to play it. Mike Sullivan had uh, guessed me over there, and we had a great time. And it, and it is a unique track now. Uh, some of the other holes, uh, you know, they've changed. So we've got to wrap it up. We've got to go. I appreciate it, Fred. Uh, go Terps, and we'll see you soon. All right, you got it, Kevin. Take care. Bye-bye. Perhaps it's not okay to have a hot dog during a football game. But what if someone had handed him, like, a turkey sandwich? No! I would eat what's on my sideline there, provided by the team, which would be like a power well, bar someone something. got him a hot dog! I don't know like who he did not go dog. into the stands. There wasn't a guy walking around going, Get your at hots! Mark Sanchez turned around and said, Yeah, buddy, give me one with yeah, mustard. I don't know. Someone I, gave him I, a hot dog. Then they were wrong for doing it. Would sushi be a problem? Stop it. Mike and Mike. Weekday mornings on ESPN. Radio 1300. Great Moments has created an exciting way for your charity to raise money. Great Moments provides authentic sports and entertainment memorabilia for charity auctions at golf tournaments, dinners, bull roasts, and other fundraising events. These items are on consignment at no risk to you. This is how it works. The organization pays Great Moments the amount of the minimum bid. Any amount over the minimum bid, the organization keeps. There is no upfront money commitment on the behalf of the organization. Once the auction is complete, the minimum bid totals will be paid to Great Moments, and if the item does not receive a bid, it can be returned to Great Moments. To discuss how they can make your next fundraiser a success, please call Great Moments at 410-876-6906. That's 410-876-6906. Or email john at greatmomentsinc.com. The Ashburn Pub, serving Ashburn for 15 years and home of Northern Virginia's best Florida Gator fans. Owners Mark Eckert and Kevin Bednars are such big Gator fans, they made the Gator part of their logo. Located in Ashburn Village Shopping Center, at the Ashburn Pub, you'll experience a laid-back and friendly atmosphere. The Ashburn Pub was voted the best burger in Loudoun County. Two-for-one steaks every Saturday night. Since the smoking ban, you'll notice a big difference in the pub. It's a place to bring the whole family. Great dining and a great price. With eight plasma screens, the pub is a great place to watch the NCAA tournament. This Sunday, Finnegan's Wake Party beginning at 7 p.m. Open 7 a.m. St. Patty's Day for an Irish breakfast. For more information, call 703-724-0755. The Ashburn Pub, a place where friends meet and a place to make friends.
Hi, it's Kevin Allen. If you need an attorney, use my attorneys, the law firm of Stephen Sheehy and Associates. They're located right here in Fairfax, Virginia. It features three of my favorite attorneys, Stephen Sheehy, Mark Moranian, and Tony Fay. The firm focuses their practice in the area of criminal law, handling matters such as assaults, shoplifting, drug possession, and DUIs, to much larger criminal cases such as drug distribution, felony property crimes, sex crimes, felony assault crimes. The firm also practices in the area of business law, personal injury law, and bankruptcy. The attorneys at the firm are well-educated and represent their clients with a unique level of compassion and competence in the federal courts and all the courts in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Should you need their advice or assistance, you can reach them or a member of their staff 24-7 by calling 703-256-6200. Mr. Sheehy and his associates have been serving the people of Virginia since 1984. The firm has interpreters available as well. 703-256-6200. The Ashburn Wine Shop. Free weekly wine tastings. Thursday night is Ladies Night from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Friday, the Blind Tasting Night from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Saturday, the Wine and Cheese Tasting from 2 to 6 p.m. They've got monthly in-store cigar, beer, and port tastings, wine and beer from around the world, largest discounts for volume wine purchase, beer purchase in the entire area. Six bottles of wine, 10% off. 12 bottles of wine, 15% off. Case of beer, 10% off. Not familiar with certain wines or regions? What to pair with your food? They'll be offering courses this spring and summer at their new wine bar and bistro. They're family-owned and operated with two wine shop locations for your convenience, the Vienna Vintner in Vienna, Virginia, and the Ashburn Wine Shop in Ashburn, Virginia. Coming soon, Parallel Wine Bistro in Ashburn, Virginia. For more information, call Jason or Sergio at 703-723-7575 or go to ashburnwineshop.com. Views from the Rough is sponsored by George Clayton Collections Men's Custom Clothiers. This is George Clayton. When you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you play good. And when you play good, you get paid good. George Clayton Collections Men's Custom Clothiers, 301-814-5466 and georgeclaytoncollection.com. ESPN Radio covers the country with the best sports talk in America. Mike and Mike. Colin Cowherd. Tariko and Van Pelt and more. ESPN Radio 1300. You gotta be a special lady. Cause you got me sitting on top of the world. Sitting on top of the world. We're live on a new segment, Views from the Rough, from the 2010 merchandising show and i'm with one of the real legends of the sport somebody that i consider to be on the mount rushmore of golf nancy lopez nancy welcome to the show thank you glad to be on nancy i can remember back in my days as the Orioles photographer i could always look over to the left and you sitting there with freddie lynn's wife and tom um uh, I forgot Tom, uh, Aussie's wife, and you, and you girls were big baseball fans, and, and yet we all knew you had a job to do, and you were in your competitive heyday back then. How How is that thing that you do when, when on Mondays you kind of just turn it off? Is that really what you do to, to get it all together back on the golf course and, and be competitive and be focused? Well, um, you know, I, I guess it's kind of like you were born with it because to really be focused – I never had to think about it much, and, and I realize that now that I don't play as much, it's much more difficult to be focused. Um, but as I did anything in my life, it wasn't just in golf. When I was focusing on a certain thing, I just totally thought about what I was doing at that moment. And so for with golf, I was able to do that. Once I stepped on the golf course and got inside the ropes, 
I focused totally on golf. Once I walked outside the ropes, I started focusing on my family, my husband, everything that was going on in my life. So um, I could, I wasn't a multitasker, really. I could only really do one thing at a time, but I expected myself to do it the best that I could. Uh, we're sitting in your namesake, the Nancy Lopez designer golf world. I mean, it, it, <laughs> what have you taken from your years of experience on the LPGA Tour put into some some of the clothes the materials the equipment where have you left your mark if people see this product they would then come back who loved you and followed you relate to what you've done well i think um you know first of all with the with the club line i feel that uh we are well i know that we are one of the only companies that really just focus totally on women and i know many years ago when i was a young player playing uh, amateur golf that Women really weren't important in the golf world. Um, golf clubs weren't really made just for them. Um, and so I take a lot of pride in that. And I got involved with the company back when Arnold Palmer uh, and Lopez Golf were together. And Arnold brought me in and asked me if I thought would like to you know, think about doing women's golf clubs. I said, oh, absolutely. I was really excited because I think women deserved it. And so hopefully um, with whatever I've done in golf, and, and I feel that um, a lot of people respect what I feel and what I think and they trust me um, I have to say that I always wanted to do the best I could for them and my name wouldn't be on something unless it was good enough to be used uh, by the ladies and you know and if we're not perfect let us know because we want to be uh, a golf club company that does it right um, and it's okay to complain if something's not right because that's the only way we can get better then with golf clothes it's been a lot of fun that's been more of a, a new thing for us and or at least for me in the last few years and it's been a lot of fun. I have to be a little more open-minded because I'm a little old-fashioned, and, and the trends change, and, and you have to stay up with the trends, and we have a great designer, but yet, you know, she's not really a golfer, so I have to give her the golfer tips of, you know, we need to make sure the collars are right, um, <clears throat> excuse me, make sure that the sleeves give a little bit, make sure we make um, shirts that fit a, 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 a maybe a more mature lady, and then, uh, you know, if they look good on us, and it's going to look good on somebody really tiny. Um, make sure the skirt underneath the skirt is comfortable. Pockets. I mean, it's a big, big deal to make women comfortable in their clothes as a golfer. Because I know when I looked my best, I think I played my best. So I want ladies to feel that way when they go out there. <clears throat> excuse me, not just with the golf clothes that they look their best, but even with the golf clubs, they're not. They don't have flowers on them. They're not pink. It's more, I feel professional, and that's what I want all the ladies to feel when they're playing with my golf clubs and wearing my clothes. Well, as a big fan of Nancy Lopez for years, she always looked professional and on point, uh, so we can expect those one or two years that you do come out and play in a competitive golf uh, arena, we're not going to see you with a bandana like Christina Kim does, huh? <laughs> no, that's not my style, but it looks cute on, cute on Christina. <laughs> it looks great on her, and we love her for it, too, because she brings a breath of fresh air, but, but, but a respectful breath of fresh air to the game of golf. Let's get back to your times in Baltimore real quick. You... you span a time that from the lady baltimore at pine ridge you played in the 1988 uh u.s women's open where some upstart rookie lisa lott neumann won yeah. which is one of the great tillinghast courses and then we come back into uh, um being able to see golf grow and to have a major championship that just left us this year at bully rock give us a little thoughts on what your thoughts are on baltimore golf well i mean i think uh playing golf in baltimore 
you know, I really have um, a feeling there, memories of, of playing back in my rookie year uh, in Baltimore. And I think that tournament was one of the five that I won. I'm not really sure, um, but I believe that it was. And um, just remember playing there and winning. Um, and then, of course, uh, cracking crabs. I do remember doing that, too. I love that. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, Baltimore has a lot of good memories. And Bully Rock was a great venue, I think, for us. I hate that we're not going to be there. Um, it'd be nice if we got back to the Baltimore area and had an LPGA event of some sort because I think that, um, you know, Baltimore is a good city for that or the area, surrounding area is um, to bring entertainment like that. But, you know, as we look at the economy and what's going on, we, we, we can't always think just, you know, the women are going to make money, but we're doing it for charity. And we got to think about the charities that are going to suffer if we don't have golf events to raise money for them and to entertain people. And as I say, you know, the economy is not good, but, you know, we've got to bring smile to people's faces. We're entertainers. We've got to bring them out to watch the LPGA Tour, which is the best tour that there ever is going to be, really, with Americans and all players from all over the world. Um, it, it'd be nice if the Americans were winning a little bit more, of course. You know, I'm rooting for them. Love the Koreans. Love the players from uh, Thailand. Everywhere. It's just it's a great uh, tour that we have. But we need to get out there and hopefully, you know, get some more tournaments back on our schedule. Um, I'd like to play a little bit this year. I don't know if I'm going to play much. It just depends on my feet, which has been a big problem health-wise. Otherwise, I'm pretty healthy. Uh, trying to get back in shape and then uh, maybe even better shape and go back and see my trainer now after the holidays. i got to go back and see him. But, um, you know, the game, um, we need to protect it and we need to help it. And I, I even kind of, I saw Annika in New York earlier, uh, well, at the end of last year and presented her with a award at the ladies or the Women's Sports Foundation dinner. And, of course, I said to her, I said, Annika, we need you. You know, come back out and play for a little while until your baby goes to school. <laughs> and she kind of said, well, I don't know. I'm really busy with my businesses, which I understand. But, you know, I think right now we really need her to come out a little bit and, and support it. I'm sure she'd kick me in the butt if she hears this. But um, but she was such a great asset. Even though she was an American, which I heard her say to the press, you know, any, everything would be better if I was an American winning all these tournaments, which she's, you know, she said it the way it really was. But she added so much to the tour, and she, you know, really was in there for the, for that era of player and still competing and still beating the young players. You know, that that's kind of fun. I think people like to see that. I can I can remember one pregnant Nancy Lopez at Dupont Country <laughs> Club playing pretty well for for maybe two or three days and then you, you, the load tired. gets on you got you got tired I do understand that yeah. I, I like to I like to brag about Nancy Lopez before we got on this interview I talked about a personal interaction that you placed here you signed for four straight hours three straight hours here and you made a personal interaction with everybody here it's something that they were able to take away from a Hall of Famer, and that does as much a grow in the game for this game, and the ladies' game uh, is just so special. How excited are you that we have some young, great young American players and international players? The Maria Hernandez NCAA champ last year at Caves Valley. The uh, Zara Munoz NCAA champion. We've got Amanda Blumenhurst from Duke. Stephanie Conley from Baltimore. Jenny Hsu from Chantilly, Virginia. How excited are you about this new upcoming season? 
Um, well, it's going to be a great season, I think. 2010, I think, is going to be really good. Unfortunately, we don't have as many turnovers as we like to have, but they're going to come back, and we're going to get them. But these players um, are going to add so much to our tour um, and will bring a lot of interest to our tour. I know Amanda, I, know, I don't know a lot of the players really on the tour now um, except the last generation before this one pretty much. And, um, uh, I mean, they're just, they're just great players. Amanda Blumenhurst. Uh, she won the Nancy Lopez Award three times, and she's just a great player, really great personality, too. I think she's Lovely. really, really going to bring a lot to the tour. Um, and I think she's going to win. You know, Michelle Wee won last year, which was really a, a plus um, because, you know, I was hoping that she would just eventually just stay on the women's tour and play with us. Um, now we have Mike Juan, who I think <clears throat> I've heard so many. I mean, I've met him, but I talked to him a lot before I came to the PGA show. And I just really enjoyed speaking with him and now meeting him and listening to him today at the EWGA breakfast. Um, he just, you know, he's going to add a lot to our tour. I hope that, you know, he can work hard and we give him enough time because it's going to take him a little while to really build back what we need to build back. But uh, I think that he's going to get in the door a little bit easier um, to sponsors because I think they're going to like him. And uh, that's really, really important. And for me... Um, I would like to play some this year, but I'd like to really help Mike in any way that I can to, to visit and go around the country trying to you know, build, up, uh, build up the LPGA, but also to try and help um, build the schedule and have more tournaments. My last statement, maybe not question for you, is we've had a relationship personally for a lot of years, and I was able to, to let you meet my junior college football coach, his wife, Sherry, and for years, you'd have lunch on the veranda, and, and when you meet her and you'd sign an autograph or two, she was diagnosed with cancer, and I, and I called you, and you said, and we met, you were, you were viewing the team for the, for the um, Solheim Cup team, and you kept saying, get me that phone number, get me that phone number. And I gave you that phone number, and unbeknownst to many people, you made four or five phone calls. I want to tell you the bright side of what you did, you little angel, you. <laughs> she didn't have to have a mastectomy. The, the, the cancer disappeared, Nancy. And you are what's really, really special about golf and about this game and what it does for people. Uh, if, if these young athletes could model their self after you I know for me I look at Nancy Lopez and a Brooks Robinson as my two favorite if I can grow up and be half the people that you are to to other people if I can be that person it's gonna be a pretty good place to live and golf's a pretty good place to live it in what do you think <laughs> I agree you know I think people they're very special to me um and I'm uh, sorry um and I appreciate them. You know, they were always there um, through my good rounds, my bad rounds. And uh, even now, even though I'm not playing anymore, I still feel a lot of respect from my fans. And uh, I appreciate that. And uh, for me to take time with them, you know, it means a lot that they stand in line and wait for my autograph. Um, because they were special. And I think when I played golf, I played for my fans a lot of the times. Um, and, you know, it's just they're human beings and they're people that appreciate and uh, and especially in the world today, you know, being good to each other is so important because that's the only way we're all going to survive all that's going on. And, uh, you know, smiling and, and being just a smile even makes a big difference in somebody's life because I'll walk down 
a hallway and I'll walk by somebody that maybe doesn't have a smile on their face and I'll say hi with a smile and it's amazing how the look on their face changes just to say hi to somebody that they don't know who I am but you know it makes me feel good that people do um, they enjoy someone that smiles back well Nancy for so many years you put a smile on our face and I look at some tears rolling down I guess I'm not going to be a Roy Firestone to make my because I'm here crying with you uh, but I see some tears and to wrap it up uh, one of the most vivid memories uh, of you and Allison at Pumpkin Ridge and, and those pictures are some of the finest pictures that I ever took and we didn't bring that US Open trophy home but yeah. but you won our hearts that day There'll be you'll be with us forever and ever and ever and I just want to say thank you well you're sweet thank you so much lots of love Views from the Rough is sponsored by George Clayton Collections Men's Custom Clothiers. This is George Clayton. When you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you play good. And when you play good, you get paid good. George Clayton Collections Men's Custom Clothiers. 301-814-5466 and georgeclaytoncollection.com. Eat like a champion without paying like a rock star. Get online at ESPN1300.com and buy half-price gift certificates from Baltimore's best restaurants like this one. Join Dallas Restaurant for their St. Patrick's celebration March 10th through the 21st. All-you-can-eat corned beef and cabbage, music by Double Deuce, and bagpipes on the 17th. Dallas Restaurant, 8676 Philadelphia Road in Rossville. Plus, Dallas Restaurant is even better at half-price. Half-price dining. Save now at ESPN1300.com. Great Moments has created an exciting way for your charity to raise money. Great Moments provides authentic sports and entertainment memorabilia for charity auctions at golf tournaments, dinners, bull roasts, and other fundraising events. These items are on consignment at no risk to you. This is how it works. The organization pays Great Moments the amount of the minimum bid. Any amount over the minimum bid, the organization keeps. There is no upfront money commitment on the behalf of the organization. Once the auction is complete, the minimum bid totals will be paid to Great Moments, and if the item does not receive a bid, it can be returned to Great Moments. To discuss how they can make your next fundraiser a success, please call Great Moments at 410-876-6906. That's 410-876-6906. Or email john at greatmomentsinc.com. The Ashburn Pub, serving Ashburn for 15 years and home of Northern Virginia's best Florida Gator fans. Owners Mark Eckert and Kevin Bednars are such big Gator fans, they made the Gator part of their logo. Located in Ashburn Village Shopping Center, at the Ashburn Pub, you'll experience a laid-back and friendly atmosphere. The Ashburn Pub was voted the best burger in Loudoun County. Two-for-one steaks every Saturday night. Since the smoking ban, you'll notice a big difference in the pub. It's a place to bring the whole family. Great dining and a great price. With eight plasma screens, the pub is a great place to watch the NCAA tournament. This Sunday, Finnegan's Wake Party beginning at 7 p.m. Open 7 a.m. St. Patty's Day for an Irish breakfast. For more information, call 703-724-0755. The Ashburn Pub, a place where friends meet and a place to make friends. 
Hi, it's Kevin Allen. If you need an attorney, use my attorneys, the law firm of Stephen Sheehy and Associates. They're located right here in Fairfax, Virginia. It features three of my favorite attorneys, Stephen Sheehy, Mark Moranian, and Tony Fay. The firm focuses their practice in the area of criminal law, handling matters such as assaults, shoplifting, drug possession, and DUIs, to much larger criminal cases such as drug distribution, felony property crimes, sex crimes, felony assault crimes. The firm also practices in the area of business law, personal injury law, and bankruptcy. The attorneys at the firm are well-educated and represent their clients with a unique level of compassion and competence in the federal courts and all the courts in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Should you need their advice or assistance, you can reach them or a member of their staff 24-7 by calling 703-256-6200. Mr. Sheehy and his associates have been serving the people of Virginia since 1984. The firm has interpreters available as well. 703-256-6200. The Ashburn Wine Shop. Free weekly wine tastings Thursday night is ladies' night from 530 to 8 p.m., Friday, the blind tasting night from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Saturday, the wine and cheese tasting from 2 to 6 p.m. They've got monthly in-store cigar, beer, and port tastings, wine and beer from around the world. Largest discounts for volume wine purchase, beer purchase in the entire area. Six bottles of wine, 10% off. Twelve bottles of wine, 15% off. Case of beer, 10% off. Not familiar with certain wines or regions? What to pair with your food? They'll be offering courses this spring and summer at their new wine bar and bistro. They're family-owned and operated with two wine shop locations for your convenience. The Vienna Vintner in Vienna, Virginia, and the Ashburn Wine Shop in Ashburn, Virginia. Coming soon, Parallel Wine Bistro in Ashburn, Virginia. For more information, call Jason or Sergio at 703-723-7575 or go to ashburnwineshop.com. What can you do today to give your dog a healthier tomorrow? Introducing Great Life for Pets for every stage of life. Developed by Dr. Elliot Harvey, Great Life combines excellent nutrition by using farm-fresh, human-quality meats and sun-ripened fruits and vegetables. New Great Life Performance Pet Products. Look for the healthier difference today and tomorrow. To find out more, log on to greatlifeforpets.com or better yet, visit Doggone Natural in Ashburn, Virginia. Welcome back to Views from the Rough. Have a very special guest this week, a guy that I can actually call friend, and I mean it, and he's been an inspiration uh, to get me here to this point. Uh, three years ago, I had a show that I shared with a couple fellas, and I've been able to be blessed and have my own show. And who would you call if you were involved with radio or any type of media? But the one and only Jim Nance. Jim, welcome to the show. Kevin, thank you, man. It's wonderful to be back on your show. I'm so proud of you. Well, that really, really means a lot, and it and it means a, a lot more that knowing what you had to go through this week and, and just your obligations and commitments to your station uh, that you had time for me. So uh, let's get going on it. Uh, if, if anybody doesn't know who Jim Nance is, I don't know where you've been living in this world, but uh, Jim is a four-time, five-time Sportscaster of the Year. Um, he was one of the first people to uh, – he joined uh, Kurt Gowdy and Dick Enberg as broadcasting both the NCAA championship game and the Super Bowl. Uh, two years ago, he became one of the first people, the only with joining Brett Musburger, uh, to uh, broadcast the Super Bowl, the NCAA, and then the Masters. Uh, pretty, pretty big accomplishments, would you say, Jim? 
Well, it's all it's all blessings to me, Kevin. I you know when I hear someone rattle off some of that information, it just it really doesn't seem like it's possible that they're talking about me. So I'm very grateful. I, I'm 25 years now at CBS, and uh, this has been kind of a milestone year for me. I've got my 25th road to the Final Four getting underway this week, and my 25th Masters around the corner. Just finished another Super Bowl broadcast, and this is way richer and more fulfilling than even I could have imagined when I was a little boy and, and had this strong desire to want to do this one day. How much easier was it for you the second time around? We had regionally talked about maybe me doing a book uh, and a book came out of that a, a fine book that reached the number one on the New York sports uh, on New York uh, Times list um, always by my side a father's grace and a sports journey unlike any other uh, tell us a little bit about the sales of the book how pleased you were when it finally came out uh, and then how much how easy this journey was well, you know, Kev, actually, there's a story here that involves you, and I had been pitched the idea of writing a book about my travels and my experiences, my broadcasts, and all the many things that have landed in my lap. And, um, you know, it was at this time three years ago. Well, CBS, Fox, and NBC, you see rotating Super Bowl coverages. We get the game every third year. So I'm going through that same triple crown of events, if you will, Super Bowl, Final Four, and Masters, uh, just as I did in 07, which I chronicled, documented in the book about my father. But, you know, you were one of uh, several people who were telling me, you ought to do a book. You know, and um, you, you had an idea of a coffee table book and, and doing it in pictures. And, you know, uh, a writer out at the Los Angeles Times, uh, Larry Stewart, wrote a story about you know, how I had uh, accomplished some things, uh, you know, with, with some of the names that you mentioned earlier, the Gowdies and Musburgers and Enbergs, and, and all of it uh, was very heavy to me, and I didn't want to be on the ego trip where I thought anybody would particularly care what I was doing. But when I had a chance to write about the journey and how my father was absent because he was in the late stages of Alzheimer's, but I found my father through the goodness of others. Well, now I had a book with the focus really being about that wonderful relationship between a father and a son. It wasn't a sports book now. It was a relationships book. And, you know, you still you go write it. I poured over it for nine months with my dear friend Eli Spielman. And you never know, you know, if there's going to be an audience out there for it, but it ended up being the number one selling sports book of 2008, reached uh, the highest uh, you know, ranking in the New York Times bestseller list for a sports category book. And, again, I think it was a, you know, category really under relationships. But, um, my goodness, for me professionally, what could be more fulfilling than be able to write a book and help write your father's legacy? Uh, you know, my father ended up dying just a, a month and a half after the book uh, came out. And uh, I got to write, you know, the ultimate tribute from a father to a son. And people bought, you know, bought it, read it, loved it. I get letters all the time. It is such a rewarding thing to this day. It's the gift that keeps giving. I'll go to a game. It's amazing how many times people will stop me and talk about that book because it strikes a chord with them in the relationship they had with their parents or perhaps a parent that's been ill, like the you know, stages my father was going through with Alzheimer's. Um, but there's even more often times when people will actually come to an event. They know I'm going to be there broadcasting, and they'll bring the book with them. 
and ask if I would mind signing it. And they always timidly ask me that as though they're afraid they're going to be inconvenienced to me, and they don't realize. And I tell them the story. Don't worry about asking me. Are you kidding me? I'm honored. You're, you're making me pause for a minute here and think a little bit more and a little deeper at that very moment about my dad. That's a beautiful thing, a beautiful gift you're giving me. Mm. So it's been really fun. And I really appreciate you asking about it. Well, you know how much you mean to me and my father's relationship. I lost my birth father uh, a while back, and I had a stepfather come in when I was six years old. And the relationship that he's done for me and made me uh, just makes me a complete person. And 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 that's what the golf game, uh, the game of golf, is all about. It is about relationships, and I'm trying to stress that on this show. It, it a game of golf can make you a better person uh, just by your actions on the golf course and you take that into life and Jim that's one of the things you've always had for me and shared with me um, I like well, to ask I think that I think that golf often gets misrepresented by people and cast as some sort of country club elitist sport without a heartbeat and of course uh, the professional tour of the United States donates more money to charity than the NBA Major League Baseball and the NBA combined and every single year for the last 20 years they have out donated those three major sports and all of their players who have given the charity combined. So it has an enormous heartbeat. And it's interesting. I was reading something earlier today on a plane about the percentage of the players who are professional golfers who grew up on public courses versus private clubs. And again, it's not what the image people that don't get golf, they really don't get it. They don't understand it. I didn't grow up in money. You know, my family worked hard and scrambled hard, you know, to be able to allow me to be able to go pay enough money to, to get out on a golf course and play. But it really has uh, a lot of honor behind it, you know, and just the way that the game is self-governed. And, uh, and I'm really proud of um, – of the fact that I've been able to be associated with the sport. I got earlier this week at a press conference, I got hit by uh, uh, television critics and questions about golf and how I sound so passionate about it on the air. And I said, of course, you don't watch golf, do you? And he said, no, uh, I watch the Masters. And I said, why do you watch the Masters? He said, because I have to write a column about it. So, it's, so he's, he was asking me would I ever approach the Masters with a little less uh, in, uh, in, intense passion about the event that I'm covering. In other words, he was suggesting that maybe it was too flowery for him. Of course, this guy doesn't even watch golf, so why would I care what he thinks? And I told him that. You know, and I'm, I, I wasn't bristling at his criticism. I said, it's fine, but you're not the audience I'm playing to. Uh, I'm only doing it the way that I know how to do it. And it's deeply rooted in a young boy and a family that strove hard to try to do things and do things well and give their kids a chance, and nobody gave us anything. And... Um, you know, I'm just, I, I just really like what the game espouses. I really do. It's, it's basic tenet is one built on integrity and honor. And, uh, you know, it's always going to be that way. Yeah, yeah. If you're just joining us, you're you're listening to Views from the Rough, and I'm Kevin Allen, and I'm with Jim Nance of CBS Sports. Jim, um, last week I was honored to have Fred Couples, the guy that really kind of turned my head to, to put all of my energy into golf, and he was your teammate and, and, and a real good friend of yours from the University of Houston. And, and we made some comparisons, and we talked about other things, and he said we all thought Jim Nance was going to run for pre- president, but we're glad that he didn't because he now takes us to the Super Bowl and the Final Fours. Well, after doing some research, that's what you taught me. I remember going in when the when the um, Maryland Terrapins were uh, in the NCAA Final Four and you had tables laid out of all of your notes and your research and you were so prepared. 
I was able to find that last May you were on the Rush Limbaugh show and you were going to talk about possible entry into politics and your involvement in politics, that you were, in fact, very interested in that. This is your chance now to say <laughs> on, on Kevin Allen's show, which oh. you didn't say on Rush Limbaugh's show. Well, I, I didn't I didn't like go on the air to want to openly talk about it with Rush. He was kind enough to uh, have read the book and was moved by the book, and he wanted to expose it to his audience. And during the body of that interview, he, he asked me, the, you know, he said he had heard from some people that, you know, this is something that had been floating around in my head, and he thought I would be a good candidate one day. And I, you know, I quickly put, kind of put out the, you know, that little flicker. It wasn't a flame; it was a little flicker. Okay. And uh, I thanked him for, you know, for the suggestion. I appreciate people think that I have that leadership ability to one day do something uh, in in the public realm, you know, to serve the public. That's the most attractive thing to me about politics. And, you know, the funny thing about it is I don't find myself, a, a, you know, uh, I, I probably look at, at politics a lot, in a lot more unconventional fashion than most people do. I'm not a die-in-the-wool red, die-in-the-wool blue guy. I'm an American, you know, and I, I'm such a, a more of a centrist, you know, about, hey, I, we're all in this together. Let's try to do whatever it is. Let's let's figure this out. Let's break down barriers and do something for the good of the people. And you know, I've been lucky, thanks primarily to former President Bush, 41, President Bush Sr. They've been a lifelong family friend, and I've known that whole family, as a matter of fact. And through them, I've met people like President Clinton and had uh, relationships and, you know, correspondence with him, too. And I've seen leadership. And, you know, it's easy to be on the outside taking pot shots at these guys who sat in the highest office in the free world. But I tell you, when you watch them all operate, you admire them, you realize they really are trying to do something that, in their heart, is the right thing for the country. Now, they all have different philosophies of, you know, how you're going to get there. But, man, I turn on cable television today, and I hear all the polarizing you know, dialogue, and it's just, it's so venomous that it's turned me off. You know, I love what I do for a living. I'm, I'm on the road to Indianapolis in the Final Four, going to the Masters. This is my boyhood dream. Why would I ever want to give that up to have a bunch of people that don't know what they're talking about, you know, just to sit around and make up things and take terrible shots at you? You know, I guess the answer to that is, is that ultimately there's a a pull, a magnetism toward that role, toward that job, to want to serve and really make a difference that outweighs everything else. And you're able to be strong enough to, to, to be able to see beyond that. But, you know, right now, at the, where I am this phase of my life, I like what I'm doing. I'm, I count my blessings, and I have the chance to do what I'm doing. And I just want to say again, I follow politics very closely. You know, I read Newsweek as much as I read Sports Illustrated. Um, and I and I'm I'm into you know really staying current. Always have, and uh, I do believe that politics still is a noble profession, despite our media's uh, and uh, you know attempts to try to besmirch it, knock it down, and just make this whole thing a mudslinging contest 24/7. Well, on a lighter note, and we've got to wrap it up, and I really appreciate you uh, making your appearance here for me. But on a lighter note, if you do change your mind, I've got the, tic I've got the ticket for you. 
Uh, you run for president, and Charles Barkley is vice president, since he has an ambition of politics also. <laughs> so if I'm running for president, I get to make that pick, right? Exactly, you do. Uh, okay. I'll I, put him on the short list. I just want to be your official I photographer. I know, who my, I know who my White House chief photographer is going to be. I thank you very much on that one, buddy. Hey, right, thanks buddy. again. We'll see you at Augusta. Give hugs and kisses to Melissa. And I just can't wait, because for me, that's when the golf season begins as with everybody else and uh here he is jim nance a sportscaster unlike any other thank you jimmy <laughs> thanks kev great to be with you my man I've... and continue success on all the things you're doing thank you thank you for listening to views from the rough this week i'd like to thank uh, several people most of all my mom and dad they've always been there for me my barber barbara kunyats this young lady has changed my life she stood beside me whatever it took she was always there for me thank you joe pruitt and joy sullins I want to thank my best friend, my high school wrestling coach, Ed Trainer. Everybody should be as lucky to have a friend like him, somebody I can always go to anytime, bounce something off of. Uncle Eddie, I'm just trying to keep it balanced. My attorney, Martin Meridian. I actually got Martin to write me a check. Can you believe that? My attorney writing me a check. I appreciate it very, very much, Martin. You were there when I needed you. I'd like to thank Ernie Nagy, Mark Giacovetti, Mark Hasney, Frank Mezzanotti. These are just a few of the people that I'd really like to thank besides all of the PGA professionals in the Mid-Atlantic section, particularly John Lieberger, Kerry Shora, Alan Ranowski, J.P. Lund, and Mike Dixon. You guys have always been there, and I really, really appreciate it. And a special thanks to Bruce Hall, who's everything to me, who set up the company to make this happen, not only to be here this week, but for another 52 weeks. Until next week, may all your drives land in the short grass, and may all your greens be a one-putt. We'll see you on Views from the Rough. ESPN Radio 1300 is WJZ Baltimore. WJZFM HD2, Catonsville, Baltimore. The Sports Station, online at ESPN1300.com.